WIHD Milwaukee, a good karma brand's radio station. A new coach, a new era, a new hope. We got one objective and one goal, and it's to play for a championship. The hiring of Luke Fickle starts a new era of Badgers football. Luke, in his experience, and his uh, belief system, and his approach, and his process, was the way that I felt best positioned our program for long-term success. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Here's Ben Brust. It is another great day to be a Wisconsin Badger. I haven't needed coffee the last three days. So I guess it's only been two since I really found out I needed coffee. But it's been two days, Monday and Tuesday, and I am still fired up about the news of Luke Fickle becoming the newest Wisconsin Badger head coach. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust. We're going to be joined by a lot of former Badgers throughout the entire show. We're airing all across ESPN Wisconsin. Kyle Wallace, the producer of Sunday Karma from 10 to noon on Sundays with Craig Karmazin is here. Help me out. Kyle, what's going on? What's happening, Ben? I'm happy to be here during the week. Not too uh, typical for me. There's a lot of people around here when I'm in this studio now. Today. Yeah, you look a, you look a little uh, a little more dressed up too on a on a Tuesday. dressed up on a on a, on a weekday. Yeah, also a little sweat. little out of your element. Normally, like you know, you come in here, you have your coffee, your donuts. You and well, Craig shows up right at what like. Right at 10? Uh, 10 on 1. 10 uh, on 1. No, I'm, I'm playing 10 o'clock. You're right, 10 o'clock. I mean, after it's when, it's when the music is playing. Yeah, that's the, hey, hey, he got he got about a minute after that for him to get in his seat and started going. Well, I just want to jump right in because what an honor that we have here on this Wisconsin College Game Day edition to jump right in with a former Badger himself, a walk-on to the Wisconsin Badgers that is now a Packers Hall of Famer. You probably just heard him from 9 to noon on Wildey and Tausch. You can catch their podcast wherever you get your podcast or just go to Wisconsin On Demand. Mark Tauscher, Tauscher with us. I think I'm here. Do it. Can you hear me? I got you, buddy. We're loud and clear. Oh, good. Right. Uh, technology. So, Benny, I am happy to join you. Uh, you know what? I don't think we're as excited about a new head football coach at the University of Wisconsin if it wasn't for that fateful day that Ben Bruss ranted and <laughs> raved about where this program's direction was headed. And two days later, the blood on your hands, Paul Christ was relieved of his duties via Ben Brust or Chris McIntosh. But I just think me I'm and Mac are kindred joke- spirits. Uh, well, listen, I, there was no doubt you were speaking to what a lot of Badger fans were feeling. Uh, you did it. You, you let your fandom out, um, and I think we all saw that. And now here we are. And I think what you were saying and how you said it, to where we're at now, I think the excitement level, things had gotten stale. I think the program with the results that we were getting and the acceptance and I just just the malaise that was just kind of feeling out, the change was needed. And when I drove out of the game Saturday after that tough loss against Minnesota and all reports were that Jimmy Leonard was going to be the coach I was thinking, is this going to be enough? Can Jimmy Leonard do something? And I think 
you know, I know everybody is getting the caveat. I like Jimmy Leonard. I do think that you needed something like this, that home run hire, the splash, to go get somebody that has the pedigree of Luke Fickle, who has turned down a lot of other jobs, to come here and to accept what Mac put out there. Uh, you could just feel it yesterday. I went to the kind of the... Uh, warming, I don't know, the welcome party for Luke and for his family. And the energy was up. You could just sense that there is an in, there is a vim, there's a vigor, and there is an energy that was lacking. And now the hard part starts. But I think you you can't you can't say enough about what Mac did from a bold and a big move that he did and now we hope to see that pay dividends. You know, I think what is most exciting for me is the identity that a lot of Wisconsin fans care about, right? Like, they love the Wisconsin way. They love how the program has transcended since Barry took over, since you were there, since I was in school when they went to three straight Rose Bowls. You go to the uh, the Big Ten Championship game, you're a play away in 2017 from the college football playoff. There's been a ton of great moments being a Wisconsin Badger football fan, but I, I don't think Luke Fickle is going to veer far away from what Wisconsin fans have seen and what the identity of the team will look to try and do. And I, I want to play this clip, Tausch, and hear you react because this is this is the one clip that as I was listening live on Scalzo and Brust from 4 to 6, Greg Scalzo and I, like we literally looked at each other and we started yelling and screaming because we wanted to go block and go into the interior line oh, even though he's 5'6 and I'm 6'2. Yeah. Kyle, let's, that is let's, what you guys let's, do. let's hear from Fick. I think a lot of people out there want to believe that the game has changed. The game hasn't changed. The game is still about the guys up front. It's still where it begins and where it ends. And whether we sugarcoat it or do a bunch of different things and, and, and you, know, you know, all different offense, it, the game hasn't changed. Just like I don't believe the young men have changed. I mean, what do you make of him saying it's one up front? You, and I, I feel like you are no, a, a it, true believer in that. No, I mean, I, I think there's so much – you know, with spread and read option and athletes and five-star and games are always one up front. You need skill guys. You need to have talent. Don't get me wrong. And great talent makes guys look better up front. But one of the areas that I feel like we've drifted and we've not stayed up to par or what is expected is I think our groups up front the last couple of years, they have not been as dominant or as good as maybe we had hoped. And for to hear what Luke Fickle had to say about football, you know he's an old nose tackle. Oh, yeah. You know, he understands that regardless of how the game has changed, and it has been easier to throw the football, there's no question, you still need to win up front on both sides of the ball. And I think there's no doubt with his background, he understands that. He knows the history of this place. Obviously, when you know Mac and him talking – so it made me feel like he totally gets it. There's not some magic pill that we're going to all of a sudden be, we're going to all of a sudden change everything we do and we're going to you know, go with what like Rich Rod tried to do up at Michigan. And all. There still is going to be a certain way we need to win. There's still, we still need to play to our identity and how that works. That doesn't mean we can't improve in other areas. But that quote that you just played, I felt the same way that you and Scals did. And the fact that you have to get excited about that. He gets it. 
He understands mm. it. Now, can he go out and execute it? That's the question. Uh, but the first issue is you want to make sure somebody understands what the job requirements are and what you can do at certain places. If you're not good up front, the Kansas City Chiefs had Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Pat Mahomes. You know what they didn't have in a Super Bowl against Tampa Bay? No they couldn't line. block anybody. And they got smoked out of the gym. So you can have all the greatest. And you're talking about one of the those three, you can make an argument, three of the best at their position. They couldn't function. So we know that needs to happen here. We know that needs to be the base. And I'm excited that Luke Fickle is going to lead us into that. And we could almost argue that it's almost too late for the Packers, who have finally figured out some structure of their offensive line. But this is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Bruss. We're talking Badgers up until 2 o'clock. You can join the conversation, 800-990-3776. Hit me, Tausch. All right, how would you feel had Mac hired Jimmy Leonard uh, Sunday morning? I probably would have felt the same way I had felt over the last three years, and that would have been sort of the, all right, like, I kind of know what I'm going to get. I I know we're going to stay relevant. I don't feel confident uh, that we're going to take the next step. Honestly, Tosh, I I probably would have felt like we were being left behind. That, that's probably my honest, the most honest answer I could give you. It took you a while to get and, there. And it's not a knock on Jim Leonard. It's, it, no, it's it, a knock on Jim Leonard. Well, it's, you need to innovate. You need to be different. And just the same way that Barry came in and changed things and, and what, the, what Barry did to get the program to where it was in 2019, because honestly, that's where it stops for me. As soon as 2020 came, 2020 to even going 6-6 six and six right now, which really – you know, five wins against real teams this year. It hasn't been great to watch. A lot of Badger fans have not enjoyed the product that's on the field. And so, you know what? I probably would have felt like it's more of the same. I wouldn't have been excited. I I am truly excited to see Luke Fickle because when I hear you and I see Joe Thomas and I see former Ohio State players and I see everybody, and and this doesn't mean it's going to happen, but everybody seems to have a glowing endorsement of who Lick Fickle is as a coach, as a as a person. Did you say Lick, you say Lick Fickle? Luke Fickle. I mean, I think you said Lick. I mean, might have might have slipped off the tongue there. Um, see what I did? No pun you're intended. Excited, aren't you? Hey, I you're am excited about I'm this. I'm pumped, hire. man. Like no, I, right. I, I've been a fan of Luke no, Fickle and what he's done at Cincinnati are. from afar. I, I, I it's, listen. I think looking at this thing, I don't think anybody thought that Luke Fickle was going to be available. He stuck at Cincinnati. He has turned down a lot of great opportunities prior. And then, is he an Ohio State guy? You get a little bit of that. Well, he's an Ohio State guy. Is he going to go back? Uh, listen, you you got to take chances. Mac took a swing and somehow pulled this off. I feel like this is a monster move, and I think had Luke Fickle not been available or decided he didn't want to take this opportunity, I think Jimmy Leonard, and listening to Mac talk yesterday, Jimmy Leonard would have been the guy, and I think we, just because he coached under Paul Chris, things would have been different, and I would have been okay if Jimmy Leonard got the job. This just, I think, gives us that experience that he brings, and now the interesting part, which I did not think was even going to be a possibility, is would you be excited if Jimmy Leonard's the defensive coordinator? Because his his stats as the D coordinator here have been dynamite. I would love to see him 
be the D coordinator with Luke Fickle. I hope that they can make that work. That would probably help the transition a hundred times easier. I'll be surprised if he does it, but at least there's a opportunity now, whereas after I'm sure the disappointing news came to him, I would have thought he would have said, blank off, I'm going to bounce. At least there's an opportunity, and I would be all for Jimmy Leonard being the defensive coordinator here at Wisconsin. I think everybody would. One thing I want to talk about with Jim Leonard is I really don't know if, I mean, I don't think before the season he ever thought like, hey, I'm going to be in a position for the head coaching job. But when you're thrown into the interim title and you get a taste of what that's like, you you go all in for it. But I don't feel as if Jim Leonard really wants to be like a head coach because if he did, if he did, don't you think he would have taken that next step? to become the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator? Because if you prove you're a defensive coordinator at an NFL level, the whole world in the college atmosphere opens up for you. You can basically pick your job at that point. He was already a hot commodity. And if he takes that next jump and proves he can do it at every level, look at Matt Rule. Matt Rule stunk, and he got the Nebraska job. Now he was obviously a good coach uh, prior to going to the Carolina Panthers. But you see where I'm going? Like It, it just never felt like... This is what he really, really wanted. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, it's I, an I opinion. It's easy to sit and it's in a. It's easy to sit back and say. I think he loves living here. I think he loves this university, and I think he obviously was coming at this position. He wanted to get the job. I think that's what that's what he was hoping to have happen. It didn't. Now it'll be interesting to kind of see. Will he? You know, stay on this course, or will he go in a different direction, whether it's in Green Bay as the defensive coordinator? The bottom line is, it's from Mac's standpoint, I think, and from our fan base's standpoint, a lot of people feel the way you felt. And I think as the season unfolded, it just felt very similar. This, the, the, it needed a complete reboot. And this is going to do it. Now, is it a reboot that we love and we're excited about, or is it a reboot that we have to go get a new computer? That's where we're at, and it'll be fascinating to see how that part of it plays out. Uh, what do you? So I hey got Tausch, to Tausch. You let no, me no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you go. I'm yeah, going to pull a Tausche, and I'm I'm going to pull a a, a, a Wildey and Tausch special. Can I get you for one more? What's that? But you didn't ask me prior, so yes, of course, Benny. Anything I can do to help you? Yeah, you don't okay. a, you don't ask your guests prior to them being on. I I have I been do. on there where you've had me stay two segments, and it's like, hey, can you stay? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm staying. I'm here, buddy. I'm here for you. All right, I love it. I got a lot more I want to ask you for real, and we will get to more Luke Fickle uh, clips from his press Is it conference. Luke now or Lick? I'm still I'm still trying to piece this together. Let's just I think call it's him still Fick. Luke. Let's just call him Fick. I think maybe that's it's where Coach I got Fick. confused, Coach Lick. Luke Fickle, you know, Lick. yeah, Coach Lick, yep. I like okay. Coach Fick. I mean, it's his, it's his Twitter Twitter uh, handle, so we're gonna go with that. But this is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust. We're joined by Mark Tauscher, Kyle Wallace, running the show. We're gonna dive deeper into Luke Fickle, Jim Leonard, Chris McIntosh, and more next with Packers Hall of Famer and former Badger Mark Tauscher. Next, more Badgers talk coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. Attention men, are you one of the millions suffering from ED? As via-
station updates, show clips, and your place to interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin yeah. College Game Day. Life. ESPN Wisconsin. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust alongside Kyle Wallace producing weekday right now. Uh, a little different bump back music than I'm used to than uh, Josh DiMaggio from 4 to 6 on Scalzone Brust. But I like it. Yeah, this is for Jimmy Cooks. You know, even though Jimmy's not with us, as, as Tosh said, he may come back. But, you know, just Jimmy Cooks. This is the theme song for Jim Leonard. So, still got to show him some love. We are across ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776 if you want to get your thoughts in. But I want to get back to Packers Hall of Famer and former Badger Mark Tauscher. Um on some quick news regarding the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers recently on the Pat McAfee show had said, I have some good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Tausch, if I didn't ask you one quick thought on that, on Aaron Rodgers playing and gutting through the injuries, I wouldn't be doing my job. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody should be shocked. Uh, he's If he's healthy, he's going to play. And if he's healthy enough for – he believes that he's going to give this team the best chance to win. And I believe he does. So he's not going to pull himself out. I think the interesting part will be when and if they're eliminated from playoff contention, whatever week that might look like, then do you hand the reins over? Because ironically, you'll probably be more healthy as the season continues to unfold with your thumb – and will you be asked to not play? That's the part that's going to be interesting. But Aaron Rodgers is in control. He wants to play, and he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. And I know there's a lot of Packer fans that wish we'd get a chance to see Jordan Love. But if the Packers make that decision, uh, they've also decided that Aaron Rodgers will not play in Green Bay anymore because that's just kind of how this goes. Aaron's going to make those decisions. That's what's that's where we're at. And I, frankly. I think the game's a lot more intriguing this weekend if Jordan loves the quarterback. That's the ironic part about it, but Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to give you a best chance to win, and they should go down to Chicago and win and keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. I think uh, you'll be able to hear a lot more reaction to the Aaron Rodgers news from 2-4 to on Rutledge and Hamilton on ESPN Madison, as well as Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee, both from 2-4. to Getting back to Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, Jim Leonard – we didn't talk a lot about Chris McIntosh, Tausch. Tausch, I want your overall impressions of Chris McIntosh a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director after taking over for Barry Alvarez. Bold. He's his own man, and I think everybody kind of assumed that he was a Barry Alvarez disciple, which he is, and that he got that gig and you know he was going to kind of stay status quo. He has big ideas. He has bold ideas, and it's one thing to have those ideas. It's another thing to implement them. He is not scared. He's not afraid to fail, 
and he's afraid and not afraid to go out and try to be great. That's what this whole season, uh, college football wise, has showed me, and I think sh- I showed everybody that is trying to figure out what kind of administration Mac's going to lead. It's bold, and I thought the whole move on uh, on Sunday and the covert operations that he had to go through to get this done. Uh, it, it it just uh, it, it lets you know everything you need to know about how Mac is going to attack this job. And it is bold, and what we're hoping is it's bold and beautiful. Because right now it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to – it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to be bold and beautiful. That's what we need to see how it plays out. But the department is strong. And also I think the other kind of takeaway from this whole thing, uh, the Barry Alvarez era – as we know it, is over. Wow. It is now the page is turned. Uh, you look at what Barry has left behind, and his legacy is so strong in it. But Mac, with that move on Sunday, this is now the Chris McIntosh era. The Barry Alvarez era, I think even with, you know, with Paul Crist being his coach, and that was the, his last hire, I think, was Paul. That era is over. This new football era is the Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh regime. And while I think we're going to try and do a lot of things similarly to what Barry put in place, don't make any mistake about it. It is This is a new operation that is happening. And so I think what's interesting about you saying it's a new operation is how much further can that go? And I know like it, it, this isn't going to be like, uh, an NIL institution within the University of Wisconsin that's you know funded and and has 50 people working on it. But Luke Fickle had opportunities to go coach at programs where he probably would have had a lot of resources to be successful, and he ended up choosing Wisconsin. Do you think that him and Chris McIntosh had like those discussions about how it's going to be? You know, different than it has been potentially um, over the last ten years for Wisconsin and how it will. Do you think it will change for Luke Fickle in terms of resources? Well, I think when you well, obviously it does because look at what he's getting paid. I mean that the that was a shocking the, thing. Seven point nine yeah, million dollars. No, so he's close to a top ten paid college football coach. Well, you want to be a big boy in a big boy conference like the Big Ten is, you better pay your guys big time. And I think Mac understands that. He he also was very. Um, uh, apparent on letting you know about how COVID hit and how that reaffirmed how he how important football is. Again, we all know football is a, an important engine to what goes on, but I think it, the realization of if your football program isn't strong, you can't fund the other 800 athletes. And I thought that was a very interesting quote from yesterday too. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course they they have that discussion, and I think part of what brought. Coach Fick into the fold is that Mac and him see things similarly. You want you 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 kept hearing the term partnership, and that they these the, the, you have the two most important men in the athletic department. It's going to be driven whether or not this is successful or not. The, these two people are going to be at now. Can you go get a quarterback and all the other stuff? That stuff is in play too, but. Coach Fickle has to have the same alignment as Mac, and Mac definitely needs to make sure that the stuff that Fick needs, he gets. The job of an administration is to make sure you can put your players and coaches 
in a position to win. And if you want to win championships, which is what Max said at his intro presser, and it is the same thing that Coach Fix said, that lets me know these both of these cats are on the same page. When you're hearing the same messaging, you know it's all resonating and it makes sense. So I, I don't think there's any question these guys have had those discussions and they now can they execute it. That's the, that's the hard part. Saying it's easy. Executing it is the tough part. One of my uh, mentors has always told me, don't tell me, show me. They've told me what I've wanted to hear. Now, next part is show me. Taush, you are one of the most competitive people I have ever met in my life. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle after getting a taste of a head coach? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I would have a really hard time. But again, it's not just about you. And I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a family. He's got his wife. He's got you know his roots, and he's tied to this to this area. And he has a great opportunity to lead this defense. And if he wants to be a head coach in a few years, he's going to have all kinds of opportunities. He's going to have opportunities, whatever he decides to end up doing. But he loves this place. And I think there's no question about the fact that you know Coach Fick has already talked about it and they're going to have a discussion tomorrow and all this stuff. That stuff's all great. But can you swallow your pride? And can you say, you know what, I'm pissed. I don't like how this played out. Uh, it's a really hard thing to do because Jimmy Leonard has not gotten to the place where he is in life by giving in and, and not being a super competitive person. But there's more to it. It can't just be my emotions are running hot. I'm irritated. I don't like how this played out, so blank off. I'm going to go do something somewhere else. And you do something out of spite. He has a lot of love for this place. And I, I saw a lot of former teammates and – you know, former guy, or current players on this year's team, letting their emotions go. And I don't have one problem with it at all. Let it go. Let yourself go. And then you know what? Think things through and make good, rational decisions. And I hope that Jimmy makes the best decision for himself. And if it's not here, that's fine. But don't let ego and pride get in the way. If this is the right fit and the right opportunity to live the life that you want to live and the balance that you're looking for, and you get the opportunity to be at a place that you love, even if it's you're maybe a little bit irritated with some people, make sure you think things through and make a good rational decision. And I hope that brings him back to Madison. Tausch, any last words before I let you go? Yeah, I do. I got after you on Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure this morning. Oh, and yeah? I know there's a lot of I, – yeah, I got after you. And, and I always like to shoot straight with you. I thought you were incredibly harsh on Graham Mertz. You're the one. You and Scalzo were leading this after watching an Army, Na- Army championship uh, high school game and raving about Graham Mertz. Under and Armour you guys American also game. put a lot of pressure on a five-star recruit and all this other stuff. Graham Mertz has not been as good as we all hoped. Everybody can agree with that. And I'm sure Graham is disappointed with how this season went. But your tweet getting after him, and I thought was over the top. And I just wonder, how would Ben Brust, a junior or a sophomore on the Wisconsin basketball team in 20-12, how would he have reacted to that same tweet that you sent out to Graham Mertz? I wanted to let you 
handle that? Let's, well, how would you feel about that? Let's get that? the facts straight here. He was the number one quarterback recruit that Wisconsin has ever seen. He's a redshirt junior, so that'd be the equivalent of me being criticized as a senior. I have seen enough, and he's had enough opportunities. I've said nothing other than he continues to underwhelm. What is wrong about saying, I don't want to see him throw a pass at Wisconsin again? I've seen enough. I bought into the hype. And he continues to underwhelm. If I was a four-year senior and I did not progress, then then all of the criticism would be warranted. But also, a lot of people nowadays they do well. NLs around. I feel more comfortable criticizing uh, student athletes. I said number five. I didn't add him. I had an opinion, and I stand by it. And a lot of people agree. I, I don't. And I know you, you an do opinion. too. Hey, I don't have you. I don't have one problem with you having an opinion. All I'm asking. I threw this in the trash bin at WM. Here's uh, what I'll say, trash bin because I, I wasn't going to let myself be. What's that? I progressed each year, and I didn't let myself get to a point where I could be criticized. So there it is. I, I don't. I don't even understand what that means. I, I, each <laughs> year you, that you, I was at the program, I no got criticism? better. I got better. I set the all-time okay. three-point record at Wisconsin. What are you going to say? What are you gonna say? I shot forty percent in a career. Oh yeah, baby. yeah. You, you you want Tell that? Me more. Criticize me. Tell me more me. about how great Criticize you are. Criticize me. Tell me. Hit me no, at I, Ben Bruss. Criticize I, my game. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah. All I'm saying. You show is with play. Y'all built this thing up. Y'all did. Yeah. And, and he then destroyed this. Y'all were wrong. But by the way, y'all should be getting criticized for your wrong takes. You guys were dead wrong, and now you're criticizing burying this me. kid. There, I just am. You guys were dead wrong, and you guys were idiots about it. And now, oh, it hadn't worked out. Instead of saying, you know what? I was really wrong about this. You're saying, well, Mert sucks. I don't ever want to see him play here again. A lot of people could say to you, I don't want to hear your Badger takes on football anymore because you were dead wrong. That's uh, criticism. 100,000 that K viewers about my take on Paul Christ have <laughs> others to say. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, you definitely got a coach. You definitely got Paul Chris fired and moved him out of Madison. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I actually, was I, I don't want that on my hands. I shouldn't say that. Uh, you Ta- just did it, Taushi. Taushi, what should I ask Brad Nortman? You got anything for Nortman on this? Uh, you, you, you know what, Nortman is—he's a stud. You, you'll, you'll be fine. I don't have anything else for you, Benny. You're the best. Uh, all I, I think you should apologize to. I think you should apologize to your guy. I'm That's sorry he underwhelmed for four years with all my high expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch. Oh, I just can't wait for the Lick Fickle era to continue on. Lick That's what Fickle I'm begins now. Thank you, Tausch. See you, boys. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It continues with more former Badger players. We have former NFL punter and former Badger punter Brad Nortman joining us next. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, breaking down all things Badger football. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Over the past 40 years, here at Boucher, we've continued our commitment to better serve our customers. Spend $100 or more on Carhartt. Find these and more blazing hot deals at Fleet Farm. 
To the brave men and women who are currently serving or who have served our country, we thank you. WPS Health Solutions has been proud to partner with the Green Bay Packers on Operation Fan Mail for more than a decade, recognizing members of the military, veterans, and their families at each Packers home game. Nominate an active duty service member or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day across ESPN Wisconsin. I'm Ben Brust. Excited as all for Luke Fickle. Lick Fickle as I called him earlier. I just need to go with Thick. Coach Thick. If I could do a quick brag. There is one for sure that is following Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers program, and that is his strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Little did I know, Brady Collins follows me on Twitter. And I'm pumped about it. I want to go lift some weights for Brady Collins, baby. Kyle Wallace, how about that? When did you find this? Literally before the show. This is a recent follow? I mean, it must be. I don't don't think, I mean, at Cincinnati or uh, he was a a strength coach in an Ohio uh, high school. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can go see, like, you know, recent notifications. You got to see if that's a recent ad. That's a recent nope, ad. That's it, big time. It, it was recent. That's big time. So he knew when he got that job, he said, who do I need to follow? Well, well, Who's been talking greasy about my team now? Well, and he found you, Ben. That's big time. Producer of Scalzone Brush, Josh DiMaggio, said, well, he wants to make sure he stays in your good side because, as Tausch said earlier with us, that apparently I got helped get Coach Chris fired, which I don't want on my hands. But. We are now joined, I digress, by Brad Nortman. He is a contributor to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays. Uh, he also was a punter long time for the NFL, also was a punter for the Wisconsin Badgers, which is why we are excited to talk to Brad. You've heard him across these stations. Brad, how are you today, my friend? Really am. I feel like there's a lot of optimism in the state of Wisconsin and with our football team. And man, it's been a it's been a dramatic season. Uh, totally was not expecting this. This is my first year on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Little did I know that I was going to be walking into such a, a wild season that ended in an absolutely seismic hire. So. I am doing well, and it's been it's been an exciting few days. So I got to start somewhere before we dive deeper into your thoughts on Wisconsin. Producer of this show right now, Kyle Wallace, mentioned to me uh, that you ended his high school football career. Do you remember a thirty-five to twenty-seven Brookfield Central win over Whitefish Bay? I oh, what year was this? Remind me of the year. This is this is this is our senior year in high school. First round, uh, yeah, we didn't make it out the first round. First round of the playoffs. Was this? What was your senior year? What was your graduating I graduated year? class of two thousand and eight. Okay, I do. I do remember this actually. Uh, I don't remember it being that close. I guess it was closer. It was. It was close. It was close. Kyle, Kyle was get, close. Get, get your grievance out no, there. It was close. What was the boy named Drew Hermer? <laughs> Hemer. I don't Fair remember. Respect, All but. I remember is the running back Drew Hermer. Hemer. I don't know his name. He hurtled the heck out of our safety. We're like, ooh, 
And I just remember pregame, we were watching Brad punt. We're like, dang, that's what a real punter looked like. <laughs> but yeah, we lost 30, 35-27. Drew Herma did that to a lot of people. So no uh nothing not, no hard feelings from your safety. But I do remember that game. Well, I for all these years later, I sorry for being the one to, to end the high school career. That's uh that's an important moment for any young any young Wisconsin football player. Oh no no yeah don't don't don't, don't feel sorry. No, no, I was gonna say apology not accepted. <laughs> I, I I've never cried after a football game to that time. <laughs> okay. So Brad, here's where I want to start with you because um, for me, when it comes to things around whether it be Badger basketball, Badger football, Badger athletics, like there's a core group of of former teammates that I had on the basketball team that I'll go to and talk to. I imagine unless you don't have friends, that you do that as well with your teammates. What were the initial reactions from you and your teammates about the news of Luke Fickle? Well, I think the, the expectations baked in all season was that Jim Leonard would be the next guy, next head coach. And I think a lot of players like that. Most players know Jim Leonard in some way, shape, or form, right? Played for him recently. He stayed around the program. I mean, I played against him in the NFL. I mean, I was playing for the Panthers, and he was playing for the Browns. He was the punt returner in that game. So I actually punted him in an NFL game. Kind of weird. Did you pit him in the corner? Game, he, you know, I, I, I forced ball, fair catches all game. He was, he, was a, he was dangerous even in, like, year 9 and 10. So you don't want to give Jim Leonard some space. So um, I, I think the expectation was he'd be the guy. And I think the program was excited for it because – you can appreciate this, Ben, right? There's something about the Wisconsin culture, the Wisconsin family, that, that loyalty matters, right? And that, like, if you're in the fold, if you're a Badger, that gives you an inside track, almost, almost so much so that if you don't have any sort of Wisconsin tie on your resume, why exactly should we bring you in? Why should you be the head coach to lead this, this program? It almost disqualifies you. At least that was the old way of thinking. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. If, 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 if there was a guy who falls under that umbrella – who we would have trust in, it would be someone like Jim Leonard. So I think there was an initial shock. But then once this reality set in and realized that, you know, it was the reports are real, Luke Fickle will be named the head coach, there was excitement. I, I think that it, it's part of your heart feels bad for Coach Leonard, for sure, and I still feel that way. But there was always part of me that wondered, what's the, what's the Wisconsin football ceiling? Is, are we just always going to top out at getting to a Rose Bowl every two years in a decade and, you know, maybe win it, maybe lose, but never really sniff the college football playoff? And even if we do in an extended, an extended format, you know, probably just get bounced in the first round. But, man, with somebody like Luke Fickle, who's been there, done that, with a university like Cincinnati – Forget about it. I mean, why can't we? he has went out and totally maximized what University of Cincinnati can be? He out recruited where they are in the college football universe. He built up three and four star guys early on to have them be college draft or uh, NFL draftees. So I wonder what he can do with the University of Wisconsin. Why can't we be up there with the likes of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan? And consistently in that picture, if, if there's anyone that's going to break the mold and shatter that ceiling for Wisconsin football, it, it has to be somebody like Luke Fickle and maybe taking the best of the Wisconsin culture and, you know, a little bit of outside influence and, you know, stud building, so to speak. I think he's the guy. I think my fellow teammates and fellow friends that are all Wisconsin football athletes, I think we all recognized it and said, like, look, maybe it's just time for a change. 
And man, if you can get a guy like Luke Fickle, I, the, the consensus was we'd be excited to play for him. We'd be excited to play for a guy like Jimmy, but man, a guy like Luke Fickle, let's strap up and put the pads on. Talking with Brad Nortman here, former NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, contributor to Wisconsin College Game Day here across these very stations. And, you know, Brad, I think where I am most excited, because I do understand the the status quo, right? If you don't have those Wisconsin ties, like how are you going to get in? I think what excites me most is I don't think that he's going to change the foundation of how we've seen football played. He talked about most importantly, you have to win up front, right? And that's how Wisconsin's won. That's how we've won over the last 30 years, winning up front. And so, you know, I, I think this could be a scenario where you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy that is going to embrace the the Badger culture, but also comes from a place where he, <laughs> he was wanted everywhere. And, and as a Badger fan, I don't know how you're not excited about that. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, the fit is just perfect. It's like the modern version of what the Wisconsin Badgers could be. I don't foresee him doing anything that's going to change us in any dramatic way as far as identity. He's going to build upon that identity, and that's what I foresee for him. You know, the thing that encourages me and that gives me all the the warm and fuzzies as as a former Badger is you're totally right. He had the ability to go anywhere. He turned down, we know he turned down Michigan State. He basically turned down Notre Dame. His name is constantly floated around at any big job that comes up, and rightfully so. So to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't know if Wisconsin could get a guy like Luke Fickle. But he clearly he popped the hood, and he liked what he saw on the inside. And as someone that's a Wisconsin guy, that gives me a lot of encouragement that there's something about the Wisconsin program that you and I know and love, and the fans of the state know and love that he said, you know what, if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere, this is where I want to do it. And this is the, this is the university where I think I can ascend to that next level. So that's really encouraging. And I would love to see just a modernized version of Wisconsin football and everything about what he says, what he believes in toughness, discipline, developing young men, I mean, that, that shouts Wisconsin football right there. So I don't think there's going to be any sort of, you know, diversion in philosophies or culture. I think they're going to build upon one another to, to create the best possible scenario. You know, I actually really want you to expand on that. If you could put into words what a modernized Wisconsin football team and program looks like on the field, what, what are we seeing? Well, I don't think it looks all that different from what Ohio State and Michigan are doing. And even like, a, like if you think about a 2015 type of Ohio State, right? Okay, and I know that was national championship type of years for Ohio State. So maybe I'm just being super optimistic. But they played really, really tough, disciplined defense where it was hard to move the ball on them, whether it be front seven or secondary. So it was tough and disciplined, right? I think that, that honestly describes what Wisconsin defense is currently, and I'm sure he'll continue to expand on that. But on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like we've lacked a bit of creativity. It seems like we've lacked a bit of continuity and identity in our offense. Look, I'm not saying that we should go to the spread, but the Ohio State teams of recent, some of the Michigan teams of recent, they sprinkled in a lot of spread plus power running. I think that's a really unique way to do it. Why not get a quarterback that's a bit of a, more of a dual threat, more, more run-pass option? Um, I, you don't need to abandon a strong run game 
just because you spread the field out a little bit more or you have a dual threat quarterback. In fact, those things can complement one another, different packages, different ways to distribute the ball. But Ohio State has maintained a very strong run game over the year. I only use Ohio State because they're the standard of Big Ten football, and he's been there for all those years. I'm with you. I mean, without Ohio State, the Big Ten really hasn't been anything. And I don't mean that in in, in a way of like, hey, Rose Bowls aren't good. On the national scale, without Ohio State over the last 10 years, the Big Ten has been nothing. Well, and and let's be honest, uh, I would love a bit of that Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the you know, Wisconsin program. I'd love to look, look a yeah. little more like them. I've, I've always felt like Ohio State, Ohio State is sort of the more, you know, the Wisconsin version of college football on steroids. A little bit more speed, a little bit more strong, a little bit more progressive in their, in their game plans and, and you know, just a little bit better recruits. So I, I think something like that, some sort of modernized version of Wisconsin football that doesn't abandon the run game. You can still have a power run game, but maybe let's, Let's change it up with the type of athletes on the field with how we spread the ball around. Why not do some shotgun RPO followed by power run, power, you know, followed by a spread shotgun? I mean, I think that you can get guys to do that, and Coach Fickle has shown he can recruit them, he can develop them, and he can put them on the field and have success. Brad, I'm going to ask you our Twitter poll. Kyle, if we don't have this up at ESPN Milwaukee, please get this on there. If you were Jim Leonard and you were offered the job to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, would you be able to do it? My answer would be no. Um, I, and it wouldn't be even something out of pride, like I'm not working for that guy. It would almost be a you're threatening a bit of the program because you're risking potentially dividing the locker room. Mm-hmm. right? You might have some guys that remain loyal to Coach Leonard. Me, if, I, if I'm Coach Leonard – guys that remain loyal to me and I'm not going to totally buy into coach fickle and no matter what I say, as far as, Hey guys, he's the leader. Now that's a hard reshifting of ranks. I think, I think, I think you just risk dividing the locker room. I think he knows that. And I don't think he'll take it if he does get offered. But for me personally, that's how I would see it. Too much risk, too much power distributed in one room and guys might have their allegiances divided. So I'd say, no, I wouldn't take it. I think that's a really intriguing answer, and I think when Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard met on Sunday, I believe, it was something that I think Luke Fickle was like, you need to think long and hard about what you want in your career next five years, ten years, and if if being a part of the Badger program is what he wants, I think they can make it work, but that is an intriguing point about you know really having full ownership of a team as you take over. Brad, before we let you go, got any final words for Badger fans? My final words would just be appreciate the guys that have been in the program, like Chris and Jim Leonard. It's been an ugly season. It's been an ugly last couple seasons, if we're going to be honest. They gave and you a lot of memories. A, a to, I'll remember that. But that's, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They gave you a lot of memories. And, um, you know, Coach Chris took over the program when they desperately needed a calm, um, sort of steady-handed Wisconsin man, right? So timing is everything. For that time, that's exactly what we needed. I think now for this time, for where we are currently in college football, Coach Fickle is exactly what we need. So I think that Mac, man, it took a lot of balls. It took took some huge grapefruits for him to go out there and be like, you know, I could (laughs) go with the, the, the hire that everyone's expecting, or I could just go after it and hit a home run, and he did. So 
I just want to say that I think there's a lot of optimism and excitement going forward. I know that I am. I'm proud to be wearing the Motion W. Always will be. I'm wearing it today. Things are looking up. That's right. Same here. All right, Brad. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. That's Brad Nortman, former Badger, former NFL punter, and host of ESP Wisconsin's College Game Day. This is a special edition ESP Wisconsin College Game Day and continues next with me, Ben Brust, and many other Badger guests in this next hour. The Badger's conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. As via- Station updates, show clips, and your place to interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin yeah. College Game Day. Life. ESPN Wisconsin. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust alongside Kyle Wallace producing weekday right now. Well, uh, a little different bump back music than I'm used to than uh, Josh DiMaggio from 4 to 6 on Scalzone Brus. But I like it. Yeah, this is for Jimmy Cooks, you know. Even though Jimmy's not with us, as, as Tao said, he may come back. But, you know, just Jimmy Cooks. This is the theme song for Jim Leonard. So, still got to show him some love. We are across ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776 if you want to get your thoughts in. But I want to get back to Packers Hall of Famer and former Badger Mark Tauscher. Um on some quick news regarding the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, recently on the Pat McAfee show, had said, I have some good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Tausch, if I didn't ask you one quick thought on that, on Aaron Rodgers playing and gutting through the injuries, I wouldn't be doing my job. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody should be shocked. Uh, he's If he's healthy, he's going to play. And if he's healthy enough for – he believes that he's going to give this team the best chance to win. And I believe he does. So he's not going to pull himself out. I think the interesting part will be when and if they're eliminated from playoff contention, whatever week that might look like, then do you hand the reins over? Because ironically, you'll probably be more healthy as the season continues to unfold with your thumb – and will you be asked to not play? That's the part that's going to be interesting. But Aaron Rodgers is in control. He wants to play, and he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. And I know there's a lot of Packer fans that wish 
we'd get a chance to see Jordan Love. But if the Packers make that decision, uh, they've also decided that Aaron Rodgers will not play in Green Bay anymore because that's just kind of how this goes. Aaron's going to make those decisions. That's what's that's where we're at. And I, frankly, I think the game's a lot more intriguing this weekend if Jordan Love's the quarterback. That's the ironic part about it, but... Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to give you a best chance to win, and they should go down to Chicago and win and keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. I think uh, you'll be able to hear a lot more reaction to the Aaron Rodgers news from 2 to 4 on Rutledge and Hamilton on ESPN Madison, as well as Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee, both from 2 to 4. Getting back to Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, Jim Leonard. We didn't talk a lot about Chris McIntosh, Tausch. Tausch, I want your... Overall impressions of Chris McIntosh a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director after taking over for Barry Alvarez. Bold. He's his own man, and I think everybody kind of assumed that he was a Barry Alvarez disciple, which he is, and that he got that gig and you know he was going to kind of stay status quo. He has big ideas. He has bold ideas. And it's one thing to have those ideas. It's another thing to implement them. He is not scared. He's not afraid to fail, and he's afraid, not afraid to go out and try to be great. That's what this whole season, uh, college football-wise, has showed me, and I think sh- I, showed everybody that is trying to figure out what kind of administration Mac's going to lead. It's bold. And I thought the whole move on, uh, on Sunday and the covert operations that he had to go through to get this done – uh, it, it it just uh, it, it lets you know everything you need to know about how Mac is going to attack this job. And it is bold, and what we're hoping is it's bold and beautiful. Because right now it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to – it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to be bold and beautiful. That's what we need to see how it plays out. But the department is strong. And also I think the other kind of takeaway from this whole thing, uh, the Barry Alvarez era – as we know it, is over. Wow. It is now the page is turned. Uh, you look at what Barry has left behind, and his legacy is so strong in it. But Mac, with that move on Sunday, this is now the Chris McIntosh era. The Barry Alvarez era, I think even with, you know, with Paul Chris being his coach, and that was the, his last hire, I think, was Paul. That era is over. This new football era is the Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh regime. And while I think we're going to try and do a lot of things similarly to what Barry put in place, don't make any mistake about it. It is This is a new operation that is happening. And so I think what's interesting about you saying it's a new operation is how much further can that go? And I know like it, it isn't going to be like, uh, an NIL institution within the University of Wisconsin that's you know funded and and has 50 people working on it. But Luke Fickle had opportunities to go coach at programs where he probably would have had a lot of resources to be successful, and he ended up choosing Wisconsin. Do you think that him and Chris McIntosh had like those discussions about how it's going to be? You know, different than it has been potentially um, over the last ten years for Wisconsin, and how it will do you think it will change for Luke Fickle in terms of resources? Well, I think when you well, obviously it does because look at what he's getting paid, 
I mean, that, that was a shocking the, thing. $7.9 yeah, million. No, so dollars. It, He's close to a top 10 paid college football coach. Well, you want to be a big boy in a big boy conference like the Big Ten is, you better pay your guys big time. And I think Mac understands that. He, he also was very um, uh, apparent on letting you know about how COVID hit and how that reaffirmed how he how important football is. Again, we all know football is a, an important engine to what goes on, but I think it, the realization of if your football program isn't strong, you can't fund the other 800 athletes. I thought that was a very interesting quote from yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, of course, they they have that discussion, and I think part of what brought Coach Fick into the fold is that Mack and him see things similarly. You want you 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 kept hearing the term partnership, and that they these the, the, you have the two most important men in the athletic department. It's going to be driven whether or not this is successful or not. The, these two people are going to be at now. Can you go get a quarterback and all the other stuff? That stuff is in play too. But Coach Fickle has to have the same alignment as Mac, and Mac definitely needs to make sure that the stuff that Fick needs he gets. The job of an administration is to make sure you can put your players and coaches in a position to win. And if you want to win championships, which is what Max said at his intro presser, and it is the same thing that Coach Fix said, that lets me know these both of these cats are on the same page. When you're hearing the same messaging, you know it's all resonating and it makes sense. So I, I don't think there's any question these guys have had those discussions and they now can they execute it. That's the, that's the hard part. Saying it's easy. Executing it is the tough part. One of my uh, mentors has always told me, don't tell me, show me. They've told me what I've wanted to hear. Now, next part is show me. Taos, you are one of the most competitive people I have ever met in my life. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle after getting a taste of a head coach? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I would have a really hard time. But again... It's not just about you, and I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a family. He's got his wife. He's got you know his roots, and he's tied to this to this area. And he has a great opportunity to lead this defense. And if he wants to be a head coach in a few years, he's going to have all kinds of opportunities. He's going to have opportunities, whatever he decides to end up doing. But he loves this place. And I think there's no question about the fact that you know Coach Fick has already talked about it, and they're going to have a discussion tomorrow and all this stuff. That stuff's all great. But can you swallow your pride? And can you say, you know what, I'm pissed. I don't like how this played out. Uh, it's a really hard thing to do because Jimmy uh, Leonard has not gotten to the place where he is in life by giving in and, and not being a super competitive person but there's more to it. It can't just be my emotions are running hot. I'm irritated. I don't like how this played out, so blank off. I'm going to go do something somewhere else. And you do something out of spite. He has a lot of love for this place. And I saw a lot of former teammates and you know former guy, current players on this year's team letting their emotions go. And I don't have one problem with it at all. Let it go. Let yourself go. And then you know what? think things through and make good rational decisions and I hope that Jimmy makes the best decision for himself and if it's not here that's fine but don't let 
ego and pride get in the way, if this is the right fit and the right opportunity to live the life that you want to live and the balance that you're looking for, and you get the opportunity to be at a place that you love, even if it's you're maybe a little bit irritated with some people, make sure you think things through and make a good rational decision. And I hope that brings him back to Madison. Tausch, any last words before I let you go? Yeah, I do. I got after you on Twitter trash or Twitter treasure this morning. Oh, and yeah? I know there's a lot of... I, yeah, I got after you. And, and I always like to shoot straight with you. I thought you were incredibly harsh on Graham Mertz. You're the one... You and Scalzo were leading this after watching a Army na- or a Army championship uh, high school game and raving about Graham Mertz. Under Armour and you all guys American also game. put a lot of pressure on a five-star recruit and all this other stuff. Graham Mertz has not been as good as we all hoped. Everybody can agree with that. And I'm sure Graham is disappointed with how this season went. But your tweet getting after him, and I thought was over the top. And I just wonder, how would Ben Brust, a junior or a sophomore on the Wisconsin basketball team in 20-12, how would he have reacted to that same tweet that you sent out to Graham Mertz? I wanted to let you handle that. Let's, how would you feel about Let's get that? the facts straight here. He was the number one quarterback recruit that Wisconsin has ever seen. He's a redshirt junior, so that'd be the equivalent of me being criticized as a senior. I have seen enough, and he's had enough opportunities. i said nothing other than he continues to underwhelm. What is wrong about saying, I don't want to see him throw a pass to Wisconsin again? I've seen enough. I bought into the hype, and he continues to underwhelm. If I was a four-year senior, and I had did not progress, then then all of the criticism would be warranted. But also, a lot of people nowadays, they do well, and L's around. I feel more comfortable criticizing uh, student-athletes. I said number five. I didn't add him. I had an opinion, and I stand by it. And a lot of people agree. I, I don't and I know you, you an do, opinion. too. Hey, I, don't have you, I don't have one problem with you having an opinion. All I'm asking... I threw this in the trash bin at WM. Here's uh, what I'll say, trash bin because I, I wasn't going to let myself be. What's that? I progressed each year, and I didn't let myself get to a point where I could be criticized. So there it is. I, I don't. I don't even understand what that means. I, I, each <laughs> year you, that you, I was at the program, I no got criticism? better. I got better. I set the all-time okay. three-point record at Wisconsin. What are you going to say? What are you gonna say? I shot forty percent in a career. Oh yeah, baby. yeah. You you, you want Tell that? Me more. Criticize Tell me. Tell me more about how great Criticize you are. Tell me. Hit me no, at I, Ben Brust. Criticize I, my game. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah. All I'm saying. You show is with play. Y'all built this thing up. Y'all did. Yeah. And, and he then destroyed this. Y'all were wrong. But by the way, y'all should be getting criticized for your wrong takes. You guys were dead wrong, and now you're burying this me. kid. There, I just am. You guys were dead wrong, and you guys were idiots about it. And now, oh, it hadn't worked out. Instead of saying, you know what? I was really wrong about this. You're saying, well, Mert sucks. I don't ever want to see him play here again. A lot of people could say to you, I don't want to hear your Badger takes on football anymore because you were dead wrong. That's uh, criticism. 100,000K viewers about my take on Paul Christ have <laughs> others to say. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, you definitely got a coach. You definitely got Paul Chris fired and moved him out of Madison. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I actually, was I, I don't want that on my hands. I shouldn't say that. Uh, you Ta- just did it, Tausi. Tausi, what should I ask Brad Norman? You got anything for Norman on this? 
you, you, you know what? Norman is he's a stud. You, you'll you'll be fine. I don't have anything else for you, Benny. You're the best. Uh, all I I think you should apologize to. I think you should apologize to your guy. I'm That's sorry he underwhelmed for four years with all my high expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch. Oh, I just can't wait for the lick fickle era to continue on. Lick That's what fickle I'm begins now. Thank you, Tausch. See you, boys. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It continues with more former Badger players. We have former NFL punter and former Badger punter Brad Nortman joining us next. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, breaking down all things Badger football. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Over the past 40 years, here at Boucher, we've continued our commitment to better serve our customers. Spend $100 or more on Carhartt. Find these and more blazing hot deals at Fleet Farm. To the brave men and women who are currently serving or who have served our country, we thank you. WPS Health Solutions has been proud to partner with the Green Bay Packers on Operation Fan Mail for more than a decade, recognizing members of the military, veterans, and their families at each Packers home game. Nominate an active duty service member or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. Special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Across ESPN Wisconsin, I'm Ben Brust, excited as all. For Luke Fickle, Lick Fickle as I called him earlier, I just need to go with Thick. Coach Thick, if I could do a quick brag, there is one for sure that is following Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers program, and that is his strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Little did I know, Brady Collins follows me on Twitter. And I'm pumped about it. I want to go lift some weights for Brady Collins, baby. When, Kyle Wallace, wait, how about you, that? When did you find this? Did, Literally this before recent, the show. This is a recent follow? I mean, it must be. I don't I don't think, I mean, Can at you, Cincinnati you or in, uh, he was a, uh, a strength coach in an Ohio uh, high school. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can go see, like, you know, recent notifications. You got to see if that's a recent ad. That's a recent nope, ad. That's it, big time. It, it was recent. That's big time. So he knew when he got that job, he said, who do I need to follow? Well, well, Who's been talking greasy about my team now? Well, and he found you, Ben. That's big time. Producer of Scalzone Brush, Josh DiMaggio, said, well, he wants to make sure he stays in your good size because, as Tausch said earlier with us, that apparently I got helps get Coach Chris fired, which I don't want on my hands. But. We are now joined, I digress, by Brad Nortman. He is a contributor to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays. Uh, he also was a punter long time for the NFL, also was a punter for the Wisconsin Badgers, which is why we are excited to talk to Brad. You've heard him across these stations. Brad, how are you today, my friend? really am. I feel like there's a lot of optimism in the state of Wisconsin and with our football team. And man, it's been a 
it's been a dramatic season. Uh, totally was not expecting this. This is my first year on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Little did I know that I was going to be walking into such a, a wild season that ended in an absolutely seismic hire. So I am doing well, and it's been, it's been an exciting few days. So i got to start somewhere before we dive deeper into your thoughts on Wisconsin. Producer of this show right now, Kyle Wallace, mentioned to me uh, that you ended his high school football career. Do you remember a 35-27 to 27 Brookfield Central win over Whitefish Bay? I oh, what year was this? Remind me, remind me of the year. This is this is this is our senior year in high school. First round, uh, yeah, we didn't make it out the first round. First round of the playoffs. Was this? What, what was your senior year? What was your graduating My year? graduated class of two thousand and eight. Okay, I do I do remember this actually. Uh, I don't remember it being that close. I guess it was closer. It was. It was close. It was close. Kyle, Kyle was get, close. Get, get your grievance out no, there. It was close. What was the boy named Drew Hermer? Hermer. I don't <laughs> remember. Respect, All I remember is the running back Drew Hermer. Hemer. I don't know his name. He hurtled the heck out of our safety. We were like, ooh. And I just remember pregame we were watching Brad punt. We we're like, dang, that's what a real punter looked like. <laughs> but yeah, we lost 30, 35-27. Drew Hermer did that to a lot of people. So no. Uh, Nothing, not, no hard feelings from your safety, but I do remember that game. Well, I, for all these years later, I'm sorry for being the one to, to end the high school career. That's, a, that's an important moment for any young, any young Wisconsin football player. Oh, no, no, yeah. Don't, 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 don't feel sorry. No, no, I was going to say, apology not accepted. <laughs> I, I, I've never cried after a football game until that time. <laughs> okay. So, Brad, here's where I want to start with you because um, for me, when it comes to things – around whether it be Badger basketball, Badger football, Badger athletics. like There's a core group of, of former teammates that I had on the basketball team that I'll go to and talk to. I imagine, unless you don't have friends, that you do that as well with your teammates. What were the initial reactions from you and your teammates about the news of Luke Fickle? Well, I think the, the expectations baked in all season was that Jim Leonard would be the next guy, next head coach. And I think a lot of players like that. Most players know... Jim Leonard in some way, shape, or form, right? Played for him recently. He stayed around the program. I mean, I played against him in the NFL. I mean, I was playing for the Panthers, and he was playing for the Browns. He was the punt returner in that game. So I actually <laughs> punted him in an NFL game. Kind of weird. Did you pit him in the corner? Game, he, you know, I, I, I forced ball, fair catches all game. He was, he, was a, he was dangerous even in, like, year 9 and 10. So you don't want to give Jim Leonard some space. So... Um, I, I think the expectation was he'd be the guy. I think the program was excited for it because you, you can appreciate this, Ben, right? There's something about the Wisconsin culture, the Wisconsin family that, that loyalty matters, right? And that like, if you're in the fold, if you're a Badger, that gives you an inside track almost, almost so much so that if you don't have any sort of Wisconsin tie on your resume, why exactly should we bring you in? Why should you be the head coach to lead this, this program? It almost disqualifies you. At least that was the old way of thinking. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. If, if, if there was a guy who falls under that umbrella, who we would have trust in, it would be someone like Jim Leonard. So I think there was an initial shock. But then once this reality set in and realized that you know, it was, the reports are real, Luke Fickle will be named the head coach, there was excitement. I, I think that it, it's part of your heart feels bad for Coach Leonard, for sure, and I still feel that way. But there was always part of me that wondered, what's the, what's the Wisconsin football ceiling? Is, are we just always going to top out at getting to a Rose Bowl every two years in a decade and 
you know, maybe win it, maybe lose, but never really sniff the college football playoff. And even if we do in an extended, an extended format, you know, probably just get bounced in the first round. But man, with somebody like Luke Fickle, who's been there, done that with a university like Cincinnati, forget about it. I mean, why can't he has went out and totally maximized what university of Cincinnati can be. He out recruited where they are in the college football universe. He built up three and four star guys early on to have them be college draft or uh, NFL draftees. So I wonder what he can do with the university of Wisconsin. Why can't we be up there with the likes of Penn state, Ohio state, Michigan, and consistently in that picture. If, if there's anyone that's going to break the mold and shatter that ceiling for Wisconsin football, it, it has to be somebody like Luke Fickle and maybe taking the best of the Wisconsin culture and, you know, a little bit of outside influence and, you know, stud building, so to speak. I think he's the guy. I think my fellow teammates and fellow friends that are all Wisconsin football athletes, I think we all recognized it and said, like, look, maybe it's just time for a change. And, man, if you can get a guy like Luke Fickle, the the consensus was we'd be excited to play for him. We'd be excited to play for a guy like Jimmy. But, man, a guy like Luke Fickle, strap up and put the pads on. Talking with Brad Nortman here, former NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, contributor to Wisconsin College Game Day here across these very stations. And, you know, Brad, I think where I am most excited because I do understand the the status quo, right? If you don't have those Wisconsin ties, like how are you going to get in? I think what excites me most is I don't think that he's going to change the foundation of how we've seen football played. He talked about most importantly, you have to win up front, right? And that's how Wisconsin's won. That's how we've won over the last 30 years, winning up front. And so, you know, I, I think this could be a scenario where you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy that is going to embrace the the Badger culture, but also comes from a place where he, <laughs> I mean, he was wanted everywhere. And, and as a Badger fan, I don't know how you're not excited about that. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, the fit is just perfect. It's like the modern version of what the Wisconsin Badgers could be. I don't foresee him doing anything that's going to change us in any dramatic way as far as identity. He's going to build upon that identity, and that's what I foresee for him. You know, the thing that encourages me and that gives me all the the warm and fuzzies as as a former Badger is you're totally right. He had the ability to go anywhere. He turned down, we know he turned down Michigan State. He basically turned down Notre Dame. His name is constantly floated around at any big job that comes up, and rightfully so. So to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't know if Wisconsin could get a guy like Luke Fickle. But he clearly he popped the hood, and he liked what he saw on the inside. And as someone that's a Wisconsin guy, that gives me a lot of encouragement that there's something about the Wisconsin program that you and I know and love, and the fans of the state know and love that he said, you know what, if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere, this is where I want to do it. And this is the, this is the university where I think I can ascend to that next level. So that's really encouraging. And I would love to see just a modernized version of Wisconsin football and everything about what he says, what he believes in toughness, discipline, developing young men, I mean, that, that shouts Wisconsin football right there. So I don't think there's going to be any sort of, you know, diversion in philosophies or culture. I think they're going to build upon one another to, to 
create the best possible scenario. You know, I actually really want you to expand on that. If you could put into words what a modernized Wisconsin football team and program looks like on the field, what what are we seeing? Well, I don't think it looks all that different from what Ohio State and Michigan are doing. And even like a, like if you think about a 2015 type of Ohio State, right? Okay, I know that was national championship type of years for Ohio State. So maybe I'm just being super optimistic. But they played really, really tough, disciplined defense where it was hard to move the ball on them, whether it be front seven or secondary. So it was tough and disciplined, right? I think that, that honestly describes what Wisconsin – defense is currently, and I'm sure he'll continue to expand on that. But on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like we've lacked a bit of creativity. seems like we've lacked a bit of continuity and identity in our offense. Look, I'm not saying that we should go to the spread, but the Ohio State teams of recent, some of the Michigan teams of recent, they sprinkled in a lot of spread plus power running. I think that's a really unique way to do it. Why not get a quarterback that's a bit of a, more of a dual threat? more, more run-pass option. Um, I, you don't need to abandon a strong run game just because you spread the field out a little bit more or you have a dual-threat quarterback. In fact, those things can complement one another, different packages, different ways to distribute the ball. But Ohio State has maintained a very strong run game over the year. I only use Ohio State because they're the standard of Big Ten football, and he's been there for all those years. I'm so. with you. I mean, without Ohio State, the I, Big Ten I, I mean, really hasn't been anything. And I don't mean that yeah, in, in a way of like, hey, Rose Bowls aren't good. On the national scale, without Ohio State over the last 10 years, the Big Ten has been nothing. Well, and, and let's be honest. Uh, I would love a bit of that Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the you know, Wisconsin program. I'd love to look, look Heck a yeah. little bit more like them. I've, I've always felt like Ohio State is sort of the more you know, the Wisconsin version of college football on steroids. A little bit more speed, a little bit more strong, a little bit more – progressive in their in their game plans and, and you know just a little bit better recruits so I, I think something like that some sort of modernized version of wisconsin football that doesn't abandon the run game you can still have a power run game but maybe let's let's change it up with the type of athletes on the field with how we spread the ball around why not do some shotgun rpo followed by power run power you know followed by a spread shotgun i mean i think that you can get guys to do that and coach fickle has shown he can recruit them he can develop them and you can put them on the field and have success. Brad, I'm going to ask you our Twitter poll. Kyle, if we don't have this up at ESPN Milwaukee, please get this on there. If you were Jim Leonard and you were offered the job to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, would you be able to do it? My answer would be no. Um, I, and it wouldn't be even something out of pride, like I'm not working for that guy. It would almost be a – you're threatening – a bit of the program because you're risking potentially dividing the locker room, Mm -hmm. right? You might have some guys that remain loyal to coach Leonard. Me, if if I'm coach Leonard guys that remain loyal to me and I'm not going to totally buy into coach fickle and matter what I say, as far as, Hey guys, he's the leader. Now that's a hard reshifting of ranks. I think, I think, I think you just risk dividing the locker room. I think he knows that. And I don't think he'll take it if he does get offered. But for me personally, that's how I would see it. Too much risk, too much power distributed in one room, and guys might have their allegiances divided. I'd say, no, I wouldn't take it. I think that's a really intriguing answer, and I think 
when Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard met on Sunday, I believe, it was something that I think Luke Fickle was like, you need to think long and hard about what you want in your career next five years, ten years. And if if being a part of the Badger program is what he wants, I think they can make it work. But that is an intriguing point about you know really having full ownership of a team as you take over. Brad, before we let you go, got any final words for Badger fans? My final words would just be, appreciate the guys that have been in the program like Chris and Jim Leonard. It's been an ugly season. It's been an ugly last couple seasons, if we're going to be honest. They gave you a lot of memories. I'll remember that. But that's that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They gave you a lot of memories. And, um, you know, Coach Chris took over the program when they desperately needed a calm, um, sort of steady-handed Wisconsin man, right? So timing is everything. For that time, that's exactly what we needed. I think now for this time, for where we are currently in college football, Coach Fickle is exactly what we need. So I think that Mac, man, it took a lot of balls. It took, it took some huge grapefruits for him to go out there and be like, you know, I could go with the, the, the higher that everyone's expecting, or I could just go after it and hit a home run, and he did. So I just want to say that I think there's a lot of optimism and excitement going forward. I know that I am. I'm proud to be wearing the Motion W. Always will be. I'm wearing it today. Things are looking up. That's right. Same here. All right, Brad. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. That's Brad Nortman, former Badger, former NFL punter, and host of ESP Wisconsin's College Game Day. This is a special edition ESP Wisconsin College Game Day, and it continues next with me, Ben Brust, and many other Badger guests in this next hour. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit mfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. As via- Station updates, show clips, and your place to interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin yeah. College Game Day. Life. ESPN Wisconsin. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. Pigeonhole, I'm a knight. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust alongside Kyle Wallace producing Weekday right now. Well, uh, a little different bump back music than I'm used to than uh, Josh DiMaggio from 4 to 6 on Scalzone Brust. But I like it. Yeah, this is for Jimmy Cooks, you know, even though Jimmy's not with us, as, as Tosh said, he may come back. But, you know, just Jimmy Cooks. This is the theme song for Jim Leonard, so still got to show him some love. We are across ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776 if you want to get your thoughts in. But I want to get back to Packers Hall of Famer and former 
Badger Mark Tauscher um, on some quick news regarding the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers recently on the Pat McAfee show had said, I have some good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Tausch, if I didn't ask you one quick thought on that, on Aaron Rodgers playing and gutting through the injuries, I wouldn't be doing my job. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody should be shocked. Uh, he's if he's healthy, he's going to play, and if he's healthy enough for, he believes that he's going to give this team the best chance to win, and I believe he does. So he's not going to pull himself out. I think the interesting part will be when and if they're eliminated from playoff contention, whatever week that might look like. Then do you hand the reins over? Because ironically, you'll probably be more healthy as the season continues to unfold with your thumb. And will you be asked to not play? That's the part that's going to be interesting. But Aaron Rodgers is in control. He wants to play, and he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. And I know there's a lot of Packer fans that wish we'd get a chance to see Jordan Love. But if the Packers make that decision, uh, they've also decided that Aaron Rodgers will not play in Green Bay anymore because that's just kind of how this goes. Aaron's going to make those decisions. That's what's that's where we're at. And I, frankly, I think the game's a lot more intriguing this weekend if Jordan loves the quarterback. That's the ironic part about it. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to give you a best chance to win, and they should go down to Chicago and win and keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. I think uh, you'll be able to hear a lot more reaction to the Aaron Rodgers news from 2 to 4 on Rutledge and Hamilton on ESPN Madison, as well as Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee, both from 2 to 4. Getting back to Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, Jim Leonard, we didn't talk a lot about Chris McIntosh, Tausch. Tausch, I want your overall impressions of Chris McIntosh a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director after taking over for Barry Alvarez. Bold. He's his own man, and I think everybody kind of assumed that he was a Barry Alvarez disciple, which he is, and that he got that gig and you know he was going to kind of stay status quo. He has big ideas. He has bold ideas. And it's one thing to have those ideas. It's another thing to implement them. He is not scared. He's not afraid to fail, and he's afraid, not afraid to go out and try to be great. That's what this whole season, uh, college football-wise, has showed me and I think sh- I, showed everybody that is trying to figure out what kind of administration Mac's going to lead. It's bold. And I thought the whole move on, uh, on Sunday and the covert operations that he had to go through to get this done, uh, it, it, it just uh, it, it lets you know everything you need to know about how Mac is going to attack this job. And it is bold, and what we're hoping is it's bold and beautiful. Because right now it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to, it's bold, doesn't mean it's going to be bold and beautiful. That's what we need to see how it plays out, but the department is strong. And also, I think the other kind of takeaway from this whole thing, uh, the Barry Alvarez era, as we know it, is over. Wow. It is now the page is turned. Uh, You look at what Barry is left behind and his legacy is so strong in it. But Mac, with that move on Sunday, this is now the Chris McIntosh era. The Barry Alvarez era, I think even with, you know, with Paul Chris being his coach, and that was the, his last hire, I think, was Paul. Uh, 
that era is over. This new football era is the Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh regime. And while I think we're going to try and do a lot of things similarly to what Barry put in place, don't make any mistake about it. It is This is a new operation that is happening. And so I think what's interesting about you saying it's a new operation is how much further can that go? And I know like it, it isn't going to be like uh, an NIL institution within the University of Wisconsin that's you know funded and and has fifty people working on it. But Luke Fickle had opportunities to go coach at programs where he probably would have had a lot of resources to be successful, and he ended up choosing Wisconsin. Do you think that him and Chris McIntosh had like those discussions about how it's going to be, you know, different than it has been potentially um, over the last ten years for Wisconsin, and how it will? Do you think it will change for Luke Fickle in terms of resources? Well, I think when you well, obviously it does because look at what he's getting paid. I mean that, the that was a shocking the, thing. Seven point nine yeah, million no, so dollars. It, he's close to a top ten paid college football coach. Well, you want to be a big boy in a big boy conference like the Big Ten is, you better pay your guys big time. And I think Mac understands that. He he also was very um, uh, apparent on letting you know about how COVID hit and how that reaffirmed how he how important football is. Okay, we all know football is a, an important engine to what goes on, but I think it, the realization of if your football program isn't strong, you can't fund the other 800 athletes. I thought that was a very interesting quote from yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, of course, they they have that discussion. And I think part of what brought Coach Fick into the fold is that Mac and him see things similarly. You want you you've, you kept hearing the term partnership, and that they these the, the, you have the two most important men in the athletic department. It's going to be driven whether or not this is successful or not. These two people are going to be at now. Can you go get a quarterback and all the other stuff? That stuff is in play too. But Coach Fickle has to have the same alignment as Mac, and Mac definitely needs to make sure that the stuff that Fick needs, he gets. The job of an administration is to make sure you can put your players and coaches in a position to win, and if you want to win championships, which is what Mac said at his intro presser, and it is the same thing that Coach Fick said. That lets me know these both of these cats are on the same page. When you're hearing the same messaging, you know it's all resonating and it makes sense. So I, I don't think there's any question these guys have had those discussions and they now can they execute it. That's the, that's the hard part. Saying it's easy. Executing it is the tough part. One of my uh, mentors has always told me, don't tell me, show me. They've told me what I've wanted to hear. Now, next part is show me. Taush, you are one of the most competitive people I have ever met in my life. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle after getting a taste of a head coach? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I would have a really hard time. But again, it's not just about you. And I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a family. He's got his wife. He's got you know his roots, and he's tied to this to this area. And he has a great opportunity to lead this defense. And if he wants to be a head coach in a few years, he's going to have all kinds of opportunities. He's going to have opportunities, whatever he decides to end up doing. But he loves this place. 
And I think there's no question about the fact that, you know, Coach Fick has already talked about it and they're going to have a discussion tomorrow and all this stuff. That stuff's all great. But can you swallow your pride? And can you say, you know what, I'm pissed. I don't like how this played out. Uh, It's a really hard thing to do because Jimmy Leonard has not gotten to the place where he is in life by giving in and, and not being a super competitive person. But there's more to it. It can't just be my emotions are running hot. I'm irritated. I don't like how this played out. So blank off. I'm going to go do something somewhere else. And you do something out of spite. He has a lot of love for this place. And I, I saw a lot of former teammates and you know former guy, current players on this year's team letting their emotions go. And I don't have one problem with it at all. Let it go. Let yourself go. And then you know what? think things through, and make good, rational decisions. And I hope that Jimmy makes the best decision for himself. And if it's not here, that's fine. But don't let ego and pride get in the way. If this is the right fit and the right opportunity to live the life that you want to live and the balance that you're looking for, and you get the opportunity to be at a place that you love, even if it's you're maybe a little bit irritated with some people, Make sure you think things through and make a good, rational decision. And I hope that brings him back to Madison. Tosh, any last words before I let you go? Yeah, I do. I got after you on Twitter trash or Twitter treasure this morning. Oh, and yeah? I know there's a lot of... I, yeah, I got after you. And, and I always like to shoot straight with you. I thought you were incredibly harsh on Graham Mertz. You're the one. You and Scalzo were leading this after watching a Army, Na- or a Army Championship uh, high school game. And raving about Graham Mertz. Under Armour, and you guys also game. put a lot of pressure on a five-star recruit and all this other stuff. Graham Mertz has not been as good as we all hoped. Everybody can agree with that. And I'm sure Graham is disappointed with how this season went. But your tweet getting after him, and I thought was over the top. And I just wonder, how would Ben Brust, a junior or a sophomore on the Wisconsin basketball team in 2012, how would he have reacted to that same tweet that you sent out to Graham Mertz? I wanted to let you handle that. Let's, how would you feel about Let's get that? the facts straight here. He was the number one quarterback recruit that Wisconsin has ever seen. He's a redshirt junior, so that'd be the equivalent of me being criticized as a senior. I have seen enough, and he's had enough opportunities. I said nothing other than he continues to underwhelm. What is wrong about saying, I don't want to see him throw a pass to Wisconsin again? I've seen enough. I bought into the hype. And he continues to underwhelm. If I was a four-year senior and I did not progress, then then all of the criticism would be warranted. But also, a lot of people nowadays, they do well, and Al's around. I feel more comfortable criticizing uh, student-athletes. I said number five. I didn't add him. I had an opinion, and I stand by it. And a lot of people agree. I, I don't and I know you, you do, opinion. too. Hey, I, don't have you, I don't have one problem with you having an opinion. All I'm asking... I threw this in the trash bin at WM. Here's uh, what I'll say, trash Tosh. Bin because I, I wasn't going to let myself be. What's that? I progressed each year, and I didn't let myself get to a point where I could be criticized. So there it is. I, I don't I don't even understand what that means. I, I, each <laughs> you, year you, that I was at the you program, I no got criticism? better. I got better. I set the all-time okay. three-point record at Wisconsin. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? I shot 40% in a career. Oh, yeah, Yeah, baby. you, you, you want Tell that? Me more. Criticize me. Tell me more me. about how great Criticize you are. Tell me. Hit me no, at I, Ben Brust. Criticize I, my game. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, all I'm saying you show is with play. y'all built this thing up. Y'all did. 
Yeah. And, and he then destroyed this. Y'all were wrong. By the way, y'all should be getting criticized for your wrong takes. You guys were dead wrong. And now you're burying this me. kid. There, I just am. You guys were dead wrong, and you guys were idiots about it. And now, oh, it hadn't worked out. Instead of saying, you know what? I was really wrong about this. You're saying, well, Mert sucks. I don't ever want to see him play here again. A lot of people could say to you, I don't want to hear your Badger takes on football anymore because you were dead wrong. That's criticism. 100,000K viewers about my take on Paul Christ have others to say. (laughs) Oh! Yeah, you definitely got a coach. You definitely got Paul Chris fired and moved him out of Madison. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I actually, was I, I don't want that on my hands. I shouldn't say that. Uh, you Ta- just did it, Tausi. Tausi, what should I ask Brad Nortman? You got anything for Nortman on this? Uh, you, you, you know what, Nortman is—he's a stud. You, you'll, you'll be fine. I don't have anything else for you, Benny. You're the best. Uh, all I, I think you should apologize to. I think you should apologize to your guy. I'm That's sorry right. he underwhelmed for four years with all my high expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Tausi. Oh, I just can't wait for the Lick Fickle era to continue on. Lick Fickle begins now. Thank you, Tausch. See you, boys. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It continues with more former Badger players. We have former NFL punter and former Badger punter Brad Nortman joining us next. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, breaking down all things Badger football. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Over the past 40 years, here at Boucher, we've continued our commitment to better serve our customers. Spend $100 or more on Carhartt. Find these and more blazing hot deals at Fleet Farm. To the brave men and women who are currently serving or who have served our country, we thank you. WPS Health Solutions has been proud to partner with the Green Bay Packers on Operation Fan Mail for more than a decade, recognizing members of the military, veterans, and their families at each Packers home game. Nominate an active duty service member or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. Special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Across ESPN Wisconsin, I'm Ben Brust, excited as all. For Luke Fickle. Lick Fickle, as I called him earlier. I just need to go with Thick. Coach Fick. If I could do a quick brag, there is one for sure that is following Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers program, and that is his strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Little did I know, Brady Collins follows me on Twitter. And I'm pumped about it. I want to go lift some weights for Brady Collins, baby. When Kyle did, Wallace, wait, how about you, that? When did you find this? Did, Literally this before recent, the show. This is a recent follow? I mean, it must be. I don't I don't think, I mean, Can at you, Cincinnati you or in, uh, he was a, uh, a strength coach in an Ohio uh, high school. 
wait a minute, wait a minute. You can go see like, you know, recent notifications. You got to see if that's a recent ad. That's a recent no, ad. That's it, big time. It, it was recent. That's big time. So he knew when he got that job, he said, who do I need to follow? Well, well, Who's been talking greasy about my team now? Well, and he found you, Ben. That's big time. Producer of Scalzo and Brush, Josh DiMaggio, said, well, he wants to make sure he stays in your good side because as Tausch said earlier with us, that apparently I got helped get Coach Chris fired, which I don't want on my hands. But. We are now joined, I digress, by Brad Nortman. He is a contributor to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays. Uh, he also was a punter long time for the NFL, also was a punter for the Wisconsin Badgers, which is why we are excited to talk to Brad. You've heard him across these stations. Brad, how are you today, my friend? really am. I feel like there's a lot of optimism in the state of Wisconsin and with our football team. And man, it's been a, it's been a dramatic season. Uh, totally was not expecting this. This is my first year on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Little did I know that I was going to be walking into such a, a wild season that ended in an absolutely seismic hire. So I am doing well, and it's been it's been an exciting few days. So I got to start somewhere before we dive deeper into your thoughts on Wisconsin. Producer of this show right now, Kyle Wallace, mentioned to me uh, that you ended his high school football career. Do you remember a thirty-five to twenty-seven Brookfield Central win over Whitefish Bay? I oh, what year was this? Remind me of the year. This is this is this is our senior year in high school. First round, uh, yeah, we didn't make it out the first round. First round of the playoffs. Was this? What was your senior year? What was your graduating? I graduated year? class of two thousand and eight. Okay, I do. I do remember this actually. Uh, I don't remember it being that close. I guess it was close. It was. It was close. It was close. Kyle, Kyle was get, close. Get, get your grievance out no, there. It was close. What was the boy named Drew Hermer? <laughs> Hemer. I don't remember. Respect, All but. I remember is the running back Drew Hermer. Hemer. I don't know his name. He hurtled the heck out of our safety. We're like, ooh. And I just remember pregame, we were watching Brad punt. We're like, dang, that's what a real punter looked like. <laughs> but yeah, we lost 35-27. Drew Hermer did that to a lot of people. So no, uh, nothing, not, no hard feelings from your safety. But I do remember that game. Well. I, for all these years later, I'm sorry for being the one to, to end the high school career. That's, a, that's an important moment for any young, any young Wisconsin football player. Oh, no, no, yeah. Don't, don't, don't feel sorry. No, no, I was going to say, apology not accepted. <laughs> I, I, I've never cried after a football game to that time. <laughs> okay. So, Brad, here's where I want to start with you because um, for me, when it comes to things around whether it be Badger basketball, Badger football, Badger athletics – like there's a core group of, of former teammates that I had on the basketball team that I'll go to and talk to. I imagine, unless you don't have friends, that you do that as well with your teammates. What were the initial reactions from you and your teammates about the news of Luke Fickle? Well, I think the, the expectations baked in all season was that Jim Leonard would be the next guy, next head coach. And I think a lot of players like that. Most players know Jim Leonard in some way, shape, or form, right? Played for him recently. He stayed around the program. I mean, I played against him in the NFL. I mean, I was playing for the Panthers, and he was playing for the Browns. He was the punt returner in that game. So I actually <laughs> punted him in an NFL game. Kind of weird. Did you pit him in the corner? Game, he, you know, I, I, I forced ball, fair catches all game. He was, he, was a, he was dangerous even in, like, year 9 and 10. So you don't want to give Jim Leonard some space. So um, I, I think the expectation was he'd be the guy. I think the program was excited for it because – 
You can appreciate this, Ben, right? There's something about the Wisconsin culture, the Wisconsin family, that, that loyalty matters, right? And that, like, if you're in the fold, if you're a Badger, that gives you an inside track, almost, almost so much so that if you don't have any sort of Wisconsin tie on your resume, why exactly should we bring you in? Why should you be the head coach to lead this, this program? It almost disqualifies you. At least that was the old way of thinking. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. If, 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 if there was a guy who falls under that umbrella – who we would have trust in, it would be someone like Jim Leonard. So I think there was an initial shock. But then once this reality set in and realized that, you know, it was the reports are real, looks like we'll be named the head coach, there was excitement. I, I think that it, it's part of your heart feels bad for Coach Leonard, for sure, and I still feel that way. But there was always part of me that wondered, what's the, what's the Wisconsin football ceiling? Is, are we just always going to top out at getting to a Rose Bowl every two years in a decade and, you know, maybe win it, maybe lose, but never really sniff the college football playoff? And even if we do in an extended, an extended format, you know, probably just get bounced in the first round. But, man, with somebody like Luke Fickle, who's been there, done that, with a university like Cincinnati – Forget about it. I mean, why can't he has went out and totally maximized what University of Cincinnati can be. He out recruited where they are in the college football universe. He built up three and four star guys early on to have them be college draft or uh, NFL draftees. So I wonder what he can do with the University of Wisconsin. Why can't we be up there with the likes of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, inconsistently in that picture. If, if there's anyone that's going to break the mold and shatter that ceiling for Wisconsin football, it, it has to be somebody like Luke Fickle and maybe taking the best of the Wisconsin culture and, you know, a little bit of outside influence and, you know, stud building, so to speak. I think he's the guy. I think my fellow teammates and fellow friends that are all Wisconsin football athletes, I think we all recognized it and said like, look, maybe it's just time for a change. And, man, if you can get a guy like Luke Fickle, I, the, the consensus was we'd be excited to play for him. We'd be excited to play for a guy like Jimmy. But, man, a guy like Luke Fickle, let's strap up and put the pads on. Talking with Brad Nortman here, former NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, contributor to Wisconsin College Game Day here across these very stations. And, you know, Brad, I think where I am most excited because I do understand the the status quo, right? If you don't have those Wisconsin ties, like how are you going to get in? I think what excites me most is I don't think that he's going to change the foundation of how we've seen football played. He talked about most importantly, you have to win up front, right? And that's how Wisconsin's won. That's how we've won over the last thirty years, winning up front. And so, you know, I, I think this could be a scenario where you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy that is going to embrace the the Badger culture, but also comes from a place where he I mean, he was wanted everywhere. And, and as a Badger fan, I don't know how you're not excited about that. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, the fit is just perfect. I, I, it's like the modern version of what the Wisconsin Badgers could be. I don't foresee him doing anything that's going to change us in any dramatic way way as far as identity he's going to build upon that identity and that's what i foresee for him you know the thing that encourages me and that gives me all the the warm and fuzzies as a as a former badger is you're totally right he had the ability to go anywhere he turned down we know he turned down michigan state he basically turned down notre dame 
his name is constantly floated around at any big job that comes up, and rightfully so. So to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't know if Wisconsin could get a guy like Luke Fickle. But he clearly he popped the hood, and he liked what he saw on the inside. And as someone that's a Wisconsin guy, that gives me a lot of encouragement that there's something about the Wisconsin program that you and I know and love and the fans of the state know and love that he said, you know what, if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere, this is where I want to do it, and this is the, this is the university where I think I can ascend to that next level. So that's really encouraging. And I would love to see just a modernized version of Wisconsin football and everything about what he says, what he believes in, toughness, discipline, developing young men. I mean, that, that shouts Wisconsin football right there. So I don't think there's going to be any sort of, you know, diversion in philosophies or culture. I think they're going to build upon one another to, to create the best possible scenario. You know, I actually really want you to expand on that. If you could put into words what a modernized Wisconsin football team and program looks like on the field, what, what are we seeing? Well, I don't think it looks all that different from what Ohio State and Michigan are doing. And even like, a, like if you think about a 2015 type of Ohio State, right? Okay, I know that was national championship type of years for Ohio State. So maybe I'm just being super optimistic. But they played really, really tough, disciplined defense where it was hard to move the ball on them, whether it be front seven or secondary. So it was tough and disciplined, right? I think that, that honestly describes what Wisconsin defense is currently, and I'm sure he'll continue to expand on that. But on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like we've lacked a bit of creativity. It seems like we've lacked a bit of continuity and identity in our offense. Look, I'm not saying that we should go to the spread, but the Ohio State teams of recent, some of the Michigan teams of recent, they sprinkled in a lot of spread plus power running. I think that's a really unique way to do it. Why not get a quarterback that's a bit of a, more of a dual threat? more, more run-pass option. Um, I, you don't need to abandon a strong run game just because you spread the field out a little bit more or you have a dual-threat quarterback. In fact, those things can complement one another, different packages, different ways to distribute the ball. But Ohio State has maintained a very strong run game over the year. I only use Ohio State because they're the standard of Big Ten football, and he's been there for all those years. I'm with so. you. I mean, without Ohio State, the I, Big Ten I, I really mean, hasn't been anything. And I don't mean that yeah, in, in a way of like, hey, Rose Bowls aren't good. On the national scale, without Ohio State over the last 10 years, the Big Ten has been nothing. Well, and, and let's be honest, uh, I would love a bit of that Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the you know, Wisconsin program. I'd love to look, look a yeah. little more like them. I've, I've always felt like Ohio State is sort of the more, you know, the Wisconsin version of college football on steroids. A little bit more speed, a little bit more strong, a little bit more progressive in their in their game plans and, and you know just a little bit better recruits so I, I think something like that some sort of modernized version of wisconsin football that doesn't abandon the run game you can still have a power run game but maybe let's let's change it up with the type of athletes on the field with how we spread the ball around why not do some shotgun rpo followed by power run power you know followed by a spread shotgun i mean i think that you can get guys to do that and coach fickle has shown he can recruit them he can develop them and you can put them on the field and have success. Brad, I'm going to ask you our Twitter poll. Kyle, if we don't have this up at ESPN Milwaukee, please get this on there. If you were Jim Leonard and you were offered the job to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, would you be able to do it? 
My answer would be no. Um, I, and it wouldn't be even something out of pride, like I'm not working for that guy. It would almost be a – you're threatening a bit of the program because you're risking potentially dividing the locker room, mm. right? You might have some guys that remain loyal to Coach Leonard. Me, If, I, if I'm Coach Leonard – guys that remain loyal to me and I'm not going to totally buy into coach fickle and no matter what I say, as far as, Hey guys, he's the leader. Now that's a hard reshifting of ranks. I think, I think, I think you just risk dividing the locker room. I think he knows that. And I don't think he'll take it if he does get offered. But for me personally, that's how I would see it. Too much risk, too much power distributed in one room and guys might have their allegiances divided. I'd say, no, I wouldn't take it. I think that's a really intriguing answer, and I think when Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard met on Sunday, I believe, it was something that I think Luke Fickle was like, you need to think long and hard about what you want in your career next five years, ten years, and if if being a part of the Badger program is what he wants, I think they can make it work, but that is an intriguing point about you know really having full ownership of a team as you take over. Brad, before we let you go, got any final words for Badger fans? My final words would just be appreciate the guys that have been in the program, like Chris and Jim Leonard. It's been an ugly season. It's been an ugly last couple seasons, if we're going to be honest. They gave and me a lot of memories. A, a to, I'll remember that. But that's, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They gave you a lot of memories. And, um, you know, Coach Chris took over the program when they desperately needed a calm, um, sort of steady-handed Wisconsin man, right? So timing is everything. For that time, that's exactly what we needed. I think now for this time, for where we are currently in college football, Coach Fickle is exactly what we need. So I think that Mac, man, it took a lot of balls. It took took some huge grapefruits for him to go out there and be like, you know, I could (laughs) go with the, the, the higher that everyone's expecting, or I could just go after it and hit a home run, and he did. So I just want to say that I think there's a lot of optimism and excitement going forward. I know that I am. I'm proud to be wearing the Motion W. Always will be. I'm wearing it today. Things are looking up. That's right. Same here. All right, Brad. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. That's Brad Nortman, former Badger, former NFL punter, and host of ESP Wisconsin's College Game Day. This is a special edition ESP Wisconsin College Game Day, and it continues next with me, Ben Brust, and many other Badger guests. In this next hour, the Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit mfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6,000 American Parkway, Madison. As via- Station updates, show clips, and your place to interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee.
You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin yeah. College Game Day. Life. ESPN Wisconsin. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust alongside Kyle Wallace producing weekday right now. A little, uh, little different bump back music than I'm used to than uh, Josh DiMaggio from 4 to 6 on Scalzone Brust. But I like it. Yeah, this is for Jimmy Cooks. You know, even though Jimmy's not with us, as, as Tosh said, he may come back. But, you know, just Jimmy Cooks. This is the theme song for Jim Leonard. So, still got to show him some love. We are across ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776 if you want to get your thoughts in. But I want to get back to Packers Hall of Famer and former Badger Mark Tauscher um, on some quick news regarding the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers recently on the Pat McAfee show had said, I have some good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Tausch, if I didn't ask you one quick thought on that, on Aaron Rodgers playing and gutting through the injuries, I wouldn't be doing my job. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody should be shocked. Uh, he's if he's healthy, he's going to play, and if he's healthy enough for, he believes that he's going to give this team the best chance to win, and I believe he does. So he's not going to pull himself out. I think the interesting part will be when and if they're eliminated from playoff contention, whatever week that might look like. Then do you hand the reins over? Because ironically, you'll probably be more healthy as the season continues to unfold with your thumb. And will you be asked to not play? That's the part that's going to be interesting. But Aaron Rodgers is in control. He wants to play, and he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. And I know there's a lot of Packer fans that wish we'd get a chance to see Jordan Love. But if the Packers make that decision, uh, they've also decided that Aaron Rodgers will not play in Green Bay anymore because that's just kind of how this goes. Aaron's going to make those decisions. That's what's, that's where we're at. And I, frankly, I think the game's a lot more intriguing this weekend if Jordan loves the quarterback. That's the ironic part about it. But Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to give you a best chance to win, and they should go down to Chicago and win and keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. I think uh, you'll be able to hear a lot more reaction to the Aaron Rodgers news from 2 to 4 on Rutledge and Hamilton on ESPN Madison, as well as Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee, both from 2 to 4. Getting back to Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, Jim Leonard, we didn't talk a lot about Chris McIntosh, Tausch. Tausch, I want your overall impressions of Chris McIntosh a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director after taking over for Barry Alvarez. Bold. He's his own man, and I think everybody kind of assumed that he was a Barry Alvarez disciple, which he is, and that he got that gig, and you know he was going to kind of stay status quo. He has big ideas. He has bold ideas, and it's one thing to have those ideas. It's another thing to implement them. He is not scared. He's not afraid to fail, and he's afraid. Not afraid to go out and try to be great. That's what this whole season, uh, college football-wise, has showed me and I think showed everybody that is trying to figure out what kind of administration Mac's going to lead. It's bold. And I thought the whole move on uh, on Sunday and the covert operations that he had to go through to get this done, 
it it, it just uh, it it lets you know everything you need to know about how Mac is going to attack this job, and it is bold. And what we're hoping is it's bold and beautiful because right now it's bold. Doesn't mean it's gonna it's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to be bold and beautiful. That's what we need to see how it plays out, but. The department is strong. And also, I think the other kind of takeaway from this whole thing, uh, the Barry Alvarez era, as we know it, is over. Wow. It is now the page is turned. Uh, You look at what Barry has left behind, and his legacy is so strong in it. But Mac, with that move on Sunday, this is now the Chris McIntosh era. The Barry Alvarez era... I think even with, you know, with Paul Crist being his coach, and high, that was the, his last hire, I think, was Paul. That era is over. This Tosh. new football era is the Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh regime. And while I think we're going to try and do a lot of things similarly to what Barry put in place, don't make any mistake about it. it is, this is a new operation that is happening. And so I think what's interesting about you saying it's a new operation is how much further can that go? And I know like it, it, this isn't going to be like uh, an NIL institution within the University of Wisconsin that's you know funded and and has fifty people working on it. But Luke Fickle had opportunities to go coach at programs where he probably would have had a lot of resources to be successful, and he ended up choosing Wisconsin. Do you think that him and Chris McIntosh had like those discussions about how it's going to be, you know, different than it has been potentially um, over the last ten years for Wisconsin, and how it will? Do you think it will change for Luke Fickle in terms of resources? Well, I think when you well, obviously it does because look at what he's getting paid. I mean that the that was a shocking the, thing. Seven point nine yeah, million no, so dollars. It, he's close to a top ten paid college football coach. Well, you want to be a big boy in a big boy conference like the Big Ten is, you better pay your guys big time. And I think Mac understands that. He he also was very um, uh, apparent on letting you know about how COVID hit and how that reaffirmed how he how important football is. Again, we all know football is a, an important engine to what goes on, but I think it, the realization of if your football program isn't strong – you can't fund the other 800 athletes. I thought that was a very interesting quote from yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. So, yes, of course, they they have that discussion. And I think part of what brought Coach Fick into the fold is that Mack and him see things similarly. You want you, you've, you kept hearing the term partnership. And that they, these, the, the, you have the two most important men in the athletic department. It's going to be driven whether or not this is successful or not. These two people are going to be at now. Can you go get a quarterback and all the other stuff? That stuff is in play too. But Coach Fickle has to have the same alignment as Mac, and Mac definitely needs to make sure that the stuff that Fick needs, he gets. The job of an administration is to make sure you can put your players and coaches in a position to win. And if you want to win championships, which is what Mac said at his intro presser. And it is the same thing that Coach Fick said. That lets me know these both of these cats are on the same page. When you're hearing the same messaging, you know it's all resonating and it makes sense. So I, I don't think there's any question these guys have had those discussions and they now can they execute it. 
That's the, that's the hard part. Saying it's easy. Executing it is the tough part. One of my uh, mentors has always told me, don't tell me, show me. They've told me what I've wanted to hear. Now, next part is show me. Taush, you are one of the most competitive people I have ever met in my life. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle after getting a taste of a head coach? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I would have a really hard time. But again, it's not just about you. And I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a family. He's got his wife. He's got you know his roots, and he's tied to this to this area. And he has a great opportunity to lead this defense. And if he wants to be a head coach in a few years, he's going to have all kinds of opportunities. He's going to have opportunities, whatever he decides to end up doing. But he loves this place. And I think there's no question about the fact that you know Coach Fick has already talked about it and they're going to have a discussion tomorrow and all this stuff. That stuff's all great. But can you swallow your pride? And can you say, you know what, I'm pissed. I don't like how this played out. Uh, it's a really hard thing to do because Jimmy Leonard has not gotten to the place where he is in life by giving in and, and not being a super competitive person. But there's more to it. It can't just be my emotions are running hot. I'm irritated. I don't like how this played out. So blank off. I'm going to go do something somewhere else. And you do something out of spite. He has a lot of love for this place. And I, I saw a lot of former teammates and you know former guy, or current players on this year's team letting their emotions go. And I don't have one problem with it at all. Let it go. Let yourself go. And then you know what? think things through, and make good, rational decisions. And I hope that Jimmy makes the best decision for himself. And if it's not here, that's fine. But don't let ego and pride get in the way. If this is the right fit and the right opportunity to live the life that you want to live and the balance that you're looking for, and you get the opportunity to be at a place that you love, even if it's you're maybe a little bit irritated with some people, Make sure you think things through and make a good, rational decision. I hope that brings him back to Madison. Tausch, any last words before I let you go? Yeah, I do. I got after you on Twitter trash or Twitter treasure this morning. Oh, and yeah? I know there's a lot of I, – yeah, I got after you. And, and I always like to shoot straight with you. I thought you were incredibly harsh on Graham Mertz. You're the one. You and Scalzo were leading this after watching an Army, Na- Army championship uh, high school game. And raving about Graham Mertz. Under Armour, and you guys also put a lot of pressure on a five-star recruit and all this other stuff. Graham Mertz has not been as good as we all hoped. Everybody can agree with that. And I'm sure Graham is disappointed with how this season went. But your tweet getting after him, and I thought, was over the top. And I just wonder, how would Ben Brust, a junior or a sophomore on the Wisconsin basketball team in 2012, how would he have reacted to that same tweet that you sent out to Graham Mertz? I wanted to let you handle that. Let's, how would you feel about that? Let's get that? the facts straight here. He was the number one quarterback recruit that Wisconsin has ever seen. He's a redshirt junior, so that'd be the equivalent of me being criticized as a senior. I have seen enough, and he's had enough opportunities. I've said nothing other than he continues to underwhelm. What is wrong about saying, I don't want to see him throw a pass to Wisconsin again? I've seen enough. I bought into the hype. And he continues to underwhelm. If I was a four-year senior and I did not progress, then then all of the criticism would be warranted. 
But also, a lot of people nowadays, they do well, and L's around. I feel more comfortable criticizing uh, student-athletes. I said number five. I didn't add him. I had an opinion, and I stand by it. And a lot of people agree. I, I don't and I know you, you do, opinion. too. Hey, I, don't have you, I don't have one problem with you having an opinion. All I'm asking... I, I threw this in the trash bin at WM. Here's uh, what I'll put say, it in the trash Tausch, bin because I, I wasn't going to let myself be. What's that? I progressed each year, and I didn't let myself get to a point where I could be criticized. So there it is. I, I don't. I don't even understand what that means. I, I, each <laughs> year you, that you, I was at the you program, could take I no got criticism? better. I got better. I set the all-time okay. three-point record at Wisconsin. What are you going to say? What are you gonna say? I shot forty percent in the career. Oh yeah, yeah. Baby. You, you you want Tell that? Me more. Criticize me. Tell me more me. about how great Criticize you are. Criticize me. Tell me. Hit me no, at I, Ben Bruss. Criticize I, my game. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah. All I'm saying. You show is with play. Y'all built this thing up. Y'all did. Yeah. And, and he destroyed this. Y'all were wrong. But by the way, <laughs> y'all should be getting criticized for your wrong takes. You guys were dead wrong, and now you're criticizing this me. kid. There, I just am. You guys were dead wrong, and you guys were idiots about it. And now, oh, it hadn't worked out. Instead of saying, you know what? I was really wrong about this. You're saying, well, Mert sucks. I don't ever want to see him play here again. A lot of people could say to you, I don't want to hear your Badger takes on football anymore because you were dead wrong. That's uh, criticism. 100,000 K viewers about my take on Paul Christ have <laughs> others to say. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, you definitely got a coach. You definitely got Paul Chris fired and moved him out of Madison. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I actually, was I, I don't want that on my hands. I shouldn't say that. Uh, you Ta- just did it, Tausche. Tausche, what should I ask Brad Nortman? You got anything for Nortman on this? Uh, you, you, you know what? Nortman is—he's a stud. You'll—you'll you'll be fine. I don't have anything else for you, Benny. You're the best. Uh, all I—I I think you should apologize to. I think you should apologize to your guy. I'm That's sorry it. he underwhelmed for four years with all my high expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch. Oh, I just can't wait for the Lick Fickle era to continue on. Lick That's what Fickle begins now. Thank you, Tausch. See you, boys. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It continues with more former Badger players. We have former NFL punter and former Badger punter Brad Nortman joining us next. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, breaking down all things Badger football. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Over the past 40 years, here at Boucher, we've continued our commitment to better serve our customers. Spend $100 or more on Carhartt. Find these and more blazing hot deals at Fleet Farm. To the brave men and women who are currently serving or who have served our country, we thank you. WPS Health Solutions has been proud to partner with the Green Bay Packers on Operation Fan Mail for more than a decade, recognizing members of the military, veterans, and their families at each Packers home game. Nominate an active duty service member or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. Special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 
Across ESPN Wisconsin, I'm Ben Brust, excited as all. For Luke Fickle. Lick Fickle, as I called him earlier. I just need to go with Thick. Coach Fick. If I could do a quick brag, there is one for sure that is following Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers program, and that is his strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Little did I know, Brady Collins follows me on Twitter. And I'm pumped about it. I want to go lift some weights for Brady Collins, baby. Kyle Wallace, how about that? When did you find this? Literally before the show. This is a recent follow? I mean, it must be. I don't don't think, I mean, at Cincinnati or uh, he was a a strength coach in an Ohio uh, high school. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can go see, like, you know, recent notifications. You got to see if that's a recent ad. That's a recent no, ad. That's it, big time. It, it was recent. That's big time. So he knew when he got that job, he said, who do I need to follow? Well, well, Who's been talking greasy about my team now? Well, and he found you, Ben. That's big time. Producer of Scalzone Brush, Josh DiMaggio, said, well, he wants to make sure he stays in your good size because, as Tausch said earlier with us, that apparently I got helps get Coach Chris fired, which I don't want on my hands. But. We are now joined, I digress, by Brad Nortman. He is a contributor to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays. Uh, he also was a punter long time for the NFL, also was a punter for the Wisconsin Badgers, which is why we are excited to talk to Brad. You've heard him across these stations. Brad, how are you today, my friend? Really am. I, I feel like there's a lot of optimism in the state of Wisconsin and with our football team. And man, it's been a it's been a dramatic season. Uh, totally was not expecting this. This is my first year on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Little did I know that I was going to be walking into such a, a wild season that ended in an absolutely seismic hire. So. I am doing well, and it's been it's been an exciting few days. So I got to start somewhere before we dive deeper into your thoughts on Wisconsin. Producer of this show right now, Kyle Wallace, mentioned to me uh, that you ended his high school football career. Do you remember a thirty-five to twenty-seven Brookfield Central win over Whitefish Bay? I oh, what year was this? Remind me of the year. This is this is this is our senior year in high school. First round, uh, yeah, we didn't make it out the first round. First round of the playoffs. Was this? What was your senior year? What was your graduating I graduated year? class of two thousand and eight. Okay, I do. I do remember this actually. Uh, I don't remember it being that close. I guess it was closer. It was. It was close. It was close. Kyle, Kyle was get, close. Get, get your grievance out no, there. It was close. What was the boy named Drew Harmer? <laughs> Hemer. I don't Better remember. Respect, All but. I remember is the running back Drew Harmer. Hemer. I don't know his name. He hurtled the heck out of our safety. We were like, ooh. And I just remember pregame we were watching Brad punt. We we're like, dang, that's what a real punter looked like. <laughs> but yeah, we lost 30, 35-27. Drew Harmer did that to a lot of people. So no. Uh, Nothing, not, no hard feelings from your safety, but I do remember that game. Well, I, for all these years later, I'm sorry for being the one to, to end the high school career. That's, a, that's an important moment for any young, any young Wisconsin football player. Oh, no, no, yeah. Don't, 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 don't feel sorry. No, no, I was going to say, apology not accepted. <laughs> I, I, I've never cried after a football game until that time. <laughs> okay. So, Brad, here's where I want to start with you because um, for me, when it comes to things – around whether it be Badger basketball, Badger football, Badger athletics. like There's a core group of, of former teammates that I had on the basketball team that I'll go to and talk to. I imagine, unless you don't have friends, that you do that as well with your teammates. What were the initial reactions from you and your teammates about the news of Luke Fickle? 
Well, I think the, the expectations baked in all season was that Jim Leonard would be the next guy, next head coach. And I think a lot of players like that. Most players know Jim Leonard in some way, shape, or form, right? Played for him recently. He stayed around the program. I mean, I played against him in the NFL. I mean, I was playing for the Panthers, and he was playing for the Browns. He was the punt returner in that game. So I actually punted <laughs> him in an NFL game. Kind of weird. Did you pit him in the corner? Game, he, you know, I, I, I forced ball fair catches all game. He was, he, was a, he was dangerous even in, like, year 9 and 10. So you don't want to give Jim Leonard some space. So um, I, I think the expectation was he'd be the guy. I think the program was excited for it because – you can appreciate this, Ben, right? There's something about the Wisconsin culture, the Wisconsin family, that, that loyalty matters, right? And that, like, if you're in the fold, if you're a Badger, that gives you an inside track, almost, almost so much so that if you don't have any sort of Wisconsin tie on your resume, why exactly should we bring you in? Why should you be the head coach to lead this, this program? It almost disqualifies you. At least that was the old way of thinking. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. If, 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 if there was a guy who falls under that umbrella – who we would have trust in, it would be someone like Jim Leonard. So I think there was an initial shock. But then once this reality set in and realized that, you know, it was the reports are real, looks like we'll be named the head coach, there was excitement. I, I think that it, it's part of your heart feels bad for Coach Leonard, for sure, and I still feel that way. But there was always part of me that wondered, what's the, what's the Wisconsin football ceiling? Is, are we just always going to top out at getting to a Rose Bowl every two years in a decade and, you know, maybe win it, maybe lose, but never really sniff the college football playoff? And even if we do in an extended, an extended format, you know, probably just get bounced in the first round. But, man, with somebody like Luke Fickle, who's been there, done that, with a university like Cincinnati – Forget about it. I mean, why can't he has went out and totally maximized what University of Cincinnati can be? He out recruited where they are in the college football universe. He built up three and four star guys early on to have them be college draft or uh, NFL draftees. So I wonder what he can do with the University of Wisconsin. Why can't we be up there with the likes of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan? And consistently in that picture, if, if there's anyone that's going to break the mold and shatter that ceiling for Wisconsin football, it, it has to be somebody like Luke Fickle and maybe taking the best of the Wisconsin culture and, you know, a little bit of outside influence and, you know, stud building, so to speak. I think he's the guy. I think my fellow teammates and fellow friends that are all Wisconsin football athletes, I think we all recognized it and said, like, look, maybe it's just time for a change. And, man, if you can get a guy like Luke Fickle, I, the, the consensus was we'd be excited to play for him. We'd be excited to play for a guy like Jimmy. But, man, a guy like Luke Fickle, let's strap up and put the pads on. Talking with Brad Nortman here, former NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, contributor to Wisconsin College Game Day here across these very stations. And, you know, Brad, I, I think where I am most excited because I do understand the the status quo, right? If you don't have those Wisconsin ties, like how are you going to get in? I think what excites me most is I don't think that he's going to change the foundation of how we've seen football played. He talked about most importantly, you have to win up front, right? And that's how Wisconsin's won. That's how we've won over the last thirty years, winning up front. And so, you know, I I think this could be a scenario where you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy that is going to embrace the the Badger culture, 
but also comes from a place where he <laughs> he was wanted everywhere. And as a Badger fan, I don't know how you're not excited about that. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, the fit is just perfect. I, I, it's like the modern version of what the Wisconsin Badgers could be. I don't foresee him doing anything that's going to change us in any dramatic way as far as identity. He's going to build upon that identity, and that's what I foresee for him. You know, the thing that encourages me and that gives me all the, the warm and fuzzies as a, as a former Badger is you're totally right. He had the ability to go anywhere. He turned down, we know he turned down Michigan State. He basically turned down Notre Dame. His name is constantly floated around at any big job that comes up, and rightfully so. So to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't know if Wisconsin could get a guy like Luke Fickle. But he clearly he popped the hood, and he liked what he saw on the inside. And as someone that's a Wisconsin guy, that gives me a lot of encouragement that there's something about the Wisconsin program that you and I know and love and the fans of the state know and love that he said, you know what, if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere – this is where I want to do it, and this is, the, this is the university where I think I can ascend to that next level. So that's really encouraging, and I would love to see just a modernized version of Wisconsin football and everything about what he says, what he believes in, toughness, discipline, developing young men. I mean, that, that shouts Wisconsin football right there. So I don't think there's going to be any sort of, you know, diversion in philosophies or culture. I think they're going to build upon one another to, to create the best possible scenario. You know, I actually really want you to expand on that. If you could put into words what a modernized Wisconsin football team and program looks like on the field, what, what are we seeing? Well, I don't think it looks all that different from what Ohio State and Michigan are doing. And even like, a, like if you think about a 2015 type of Ohio State, right? Okay, I know that was national championship type years for Ohio State. So maybe I'm just being super optimistic. But they played really, really tough, disciplined defense where it was hard to move the ball on them, whether it be front seven or secondary. So it was tough and disciplined, right? I think that that honestly describes what Wisconsin defense is currently, and I'm sure he'll continue to expand on that. But on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like we've lacked a bit of creativity. It seems like we've lacked a bit of continuity and identity in our offense. Look, I'm not saying that we should go to the spread, but the Ohio State teams of recent, some of the Michigan teams of recent, they sprinkled in a lot of spread plus power running. I think that's a really unique way to do it. Why not get a quarterback that's a bit of a more of a dual threat, more more run pass option? Um, I, you don't need to abandon a strong run game just because you spread the field out a little bit more or you have a dual threat quarterback. In fact, those things can complement one another, different packages, different ways to distribute the ball. But Ohio State has maintained a very strong run game over the year. I only use Ohio State because they're the standard of Big Ten football, and he's been there for all those years. I'm with you. I mean, without Ohio State, the Big Ten really hasn't been anything. And I don't mean that in in, in a way of like, hey, Rose Bowls aren't good. On the national scale, without Ohio State over the last 10 years, the Big Ten has been nothing. Well, and and let's be honest. uh, I would love a bit of that Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the you know, Wisconsin program. I'd love to look, look yeah. a little bit more like them. I've, I've always felt like Ohio State is sort of the more you know, the Wisconsin version of college football on steroids. A little bit more speed, a little bit more strong, a little bit more progressive in their in their game plans, and, and you know just a little bit better recruits. So 
I, I think something like that, some sort of modernized version of Wisconsin football that doesn't abandon the run game. You can still have a power run game, but maybe let's, let's change it up with the type of athletes on the field with how we spread the ball around. Why not do some shotgun RPO followed by power run, power, you know, followed by a spread shotgun? I mean, I think that you can get guys to do that, and Coach Fickle has shown he can recruit them, he can develop them, and he can put them on the field and have success. Brad, I'm going to ask you our Twitter poll. Kyle, if we don't have this up at ESPN Milwaukee, please get this on there. If you were Jim Leonard and you were offered the job to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, would you be able to do it? My answer would be no. Um, I, and it wouldn't be even something out of pride, like I'm not working for that guy. It would almost be a you're threatening a bit of the program because you're risking potentially dividing the locker room, mm-hmm. right? You might have some guys that remain loyal to Coach Leonard. Me, if, I, if I'm Coach Leonard, guys that remain loyal to me, and I'm not going to totally buy into Coach Fickle. And no matter what I say as far as, hey, guys, he's the leader now, that's a hard reshifting of ranks. I think, I, think, I think you just risk dividing the locker room. I think he knows that, and I don't think he'll take it if he does get offered. But for me personally – that's how I would see it. Too much risk, too much power distributed in one room, and guys might have their allegiances divided. But they know I wouldn't take it. I think that's a really intriguing answer. And I think when Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard met on Sunday, I believe, it was something that I think Luke Fickle was like, you need to think long and hard about what you want in your career next five years, ten years. And if if being a part of the Badger program is what he wants, I think they can make it work, but that is an intriguing point about you know, really having full ownership of a team as you take over. Brad, before we let you go, got any final words for Badger fans? My final words would just be appreciate the guys that have been in the program, like Chris and Jim Leonard. It's been an ugly season. It's been an ugly last couple seasons, if we're going to be honest. They gave and you a lot of memories. Lot to, I'll remember that. But that's, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They gave you a lot of memories. And, um, you know, Coach Chris took over the program when they desperately needed a calm, um, sort of steady-handed Wisconsin man, right? So it, timing is everything. For that time, that's exactly what we needed. I think now for this time, for where we are currently in college football, Coach Fickle is exactly what we need. So I think that Mac, man, it took a lot of balls. It took, it took some huge grapefruits for him to go out there and be like, you know, I could go with the, the, the higher that everyone's expecting, or I could just go after it and hit a home run, and he did. So I just want to say that I think there's a lot of optimism and excitement going forward. I know that I am. I'm proud to be wearing the Motion W. Always will be. I'm wearing it today. Things are looking up. That's right. Same here. All right, Brad. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. That's Brad Nortman, former Badger, former NFL punter, and host of ESP Wisconsin's College Game Day. This is a special edition ESP Wisconsin College Game Day and continues next with me, Ben Brust, and many other Badger guests in this next hour. The Badger's conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. 
Visit mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison. As via- Station update, show clips, and your place to interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin yeah. College Game Day. Life. ESPN Wisconsin. Life is the only thing we need. They need me to go, but I don't want to leave. Rest in peace, little kid. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Brust alongside Kyle Wallace producing weekday right now. Well, uh, a little different bump back music than I'm used to than uh, Josh DiMaggio from 4 to 6 on Scal's own brush. But I like it. Yeah, this is for Jimmy Cooks. You know, even though Jimmy's not with us, as, as Tosh said, he may come back. But, you know, just Jimmy Cooks. This is the theme song for Jim Leonard. So, still got to show him some love. We are across ESPN Wisconsin, 800-990-3776 if you want to get your thoughts in. But I want to get back to Packers Hall of Famer and former Badger Mark Tauscher. Um on some quick news regarding the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, recently on the Pat McAfee show, had said, I have some good news with the scans yesterday, so I plan on playing this week. Tausch, if I didn't ask you one quick thought on that, on Aaron Rodgers playing and gutting through the injuries, I wouldn't be doing my job. Uh, Yeah, you wouldn't be, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anybody... I don't think anybody should be shocked. Uh, he's If he's healthy, he's going to play. And if he's healthy enough for – he believes that he's going to give this team the best chance to win. And I believe he does. So he's not going to pull himself out. I think the interesting part will be when and if they're eliminated from playoff contention, whatever week that might look like, then do you hand the reins over? Because ironically, you'll probably be more healthy as the season continues to unfold with your thumb – and will you be asked to not play? That's the part that's going to be interesting. But Aaron Rodgers is in control. He wants to play, and he's healthy enough to play. He's going to play. And I know there's a lot of Packer fans that wish we'd get a chance to see Jordan Love. But if the Packers make that decision, uh, they've also decided that Aaron Rodgers will not play in Green Bay anymore because that's just kind of how this goes. Aaron's going to make those decisions. That's what's that's where we're at. And I, frankly. I think the game's a lot more intriguing this weekend if Jordan loves the quarterback. That's the ironic part about it, but Aaron Rodgers is going to play. He's going to give you a best chance to win, and they should go down to Chicago and win and keep their very slim playoff hopes alive. I think uh, you'll be able to hear a lot more reaction to the Aaron Rodgers news from 2-4 to four on Rutledge and Hamilton on ESPN Madison, as well as Homer and Tony on ESPN Milwaukee, both from 2-4. to four. Getting back to Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh, Jim Leonard – we didn't talk a lot about Chris McIntosh, Tausch. Tausch, I want your overall impressions of Chris McIntosh a year and a half into his tenure as the athletic director after taking over for Barry Alvarez. Bold. He's his own man, and I think everybody kind of assumed that he was a Barry Alvarez disciple, which he is, 
and that he got that gig and you know he was going to kind of stay status quo. He has big ideas. He has bold ideas. And it's one thing to have those ideas. It's another thing to implement them. He is not scared. He's not afraid to fail. And he's afraid, not afraid to go out and try to be great. That's what this whole season, uh, college football-wise, has showed me and I think showed everybody that is trying to figure out what kind of administration Mac's going to lead. It's bold. And I thought the whole move on, uh, on Sunday and the covert operations that he had to go through to get this done, uh, it, it, it just uh, it, it lets you know everything you need to know about how Mac is going to attack this job. And it is bold, and what we're hoping is it's bold and beautiful. Because right now it's bold. Doesn't mean it's gonna. It's bold. Doesn't mean it's going to be bold and beautiful. That's what we need to see how it plays out. But the department is strong. And also, I think the other kind of takeaway from this whole thing, uh, the Barry Alvarez era, as we know it, is over. Wow. It is now the page is turned. Uh, you look at... What Barry is left behind and his legacy is so strong in it. But Mac, with that move on Sunday, this is now the Chris McIntosh era. The Barry Alvarez era, I think even with, you know, with Paul Crist being his coach, and that was the, his last hire, I think, was Paul. That era is over. This Tosh. new football era is the Luke Fickle, Chris McIntosh regime. And while I think we're going to try and do a lot of things similarly to what Barry put in place, don't make any mistake about it. It is This is a new operation that is happening. And so I think what's interesting about you saying it's a new operation is how much further can that go? And I know like it, it isn't going to be like uh, an NIL institution within the University of Wisconsin that's you know funded and and has 50 people working on it, but Luke Fickle had opportunities to go coach at programs where he probably would have had a lot of resources to be successful, and he ended up choosing Wisconsin. Do you think that him and Chris McIntosh had like those discussions about how it's going to be you know, different than it has been potentially um, over the last 10 years for Wisconsin, and how it will, do you think it will change for Luke Fickle in terms of resources? Well, I think when you well, obviously it does because look at what he's getting paid. I mean that, the that was a shocking thing. Seven point nine yeah, million no, so dollars. It, he's close to a top ten paid college football coach. Well, you want to be a big boy in a big boy conference like the Big Ten is. You better pay your guys big time. And I think Mac understands that. He he also was very um, apparent on letting you know about how COVID hit and how that reaffirmed. How he how important football is. Again, we all know football is a, an important engine to what goes on, but I think it, the realization of if your football program isn't strong, you can't fund the other eight hundred athletes. I thought that was a very interesting quote from yesterday too. Mm-hmm. So yes, of course they they have that discussion, and I think part of what brought Coach Fick into the fold is that Mac and him see things similarly. You want you 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 kept hearing the term partnership, and that they these the, the, you have the two most important men in the athletic department. 
it's going to be driven whether or not this is successful or not. These two people are going to be at now. Can you go get a quarterback and all the other stuff? That stuff is in play too. But Coach Fickle has to have the same alignment as Mac, and Mac definitely needs to make sure that the stuff that Fick needs, he gets. The job of an administration is to make sure you can put your players and coaches in a position to win. And if you want to win championships, which is what Mac said at his intro presser, and it is the same thing that Coach Fick said, that lets me know these both of these cats are on the same page. When you're hearing the same messaging, you know it's all resonating and it makes sense. So I, I don't think there's any question these guys have had those discussions and they now can they execute it. That's the, that's the hard part. Saying it's easy. Executing it is the tough part. One of my uh, mentors has always told me, don't tell me, show me. They've told me what I've wanted to hear. Now, next part is show me. Taos, you are one of the most competitive people I have ever met in my life. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle after getting a taste of a head coach? Uh, I couldn't. Uh, I would have a really hard time. But again, it's not just about you. And I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a family. He's got his wife. He's got you know his roots, and he's tied to this to this area. And he has a great opportunity to lead this defense. And if he wants to be a head coach in a few years, he's going to have all kinds of opportunities. He's going to have opportunities, whatever he decides to end up doing. But he loves this place. And I think there's no question about the fact that you know Coach Fick has already talked about it and they're going to have a discussion tomorrow and all this stuff. That stuff's all great. But can you swallow your pride? And can you say, you know what, I'm pissed. I don't like how this played out. Uh, it's a really hard thing to do because Jimmy uh, Leonard has not gotten to the place where he is in life by giving in and, and not being a super competitive person. But there's more to it. It can't just be my emotions are running hot. I'm irritated. I don't like how this played out. So blank off. I'm going to go do something somewhere else. And you do something out of spite. He has a lot of love for this place. And I, I saw a lot of former teammates and you know former guy, or current players on this year's team letting their emotions go. And I don't have one problem with it at all. Let it go. Let yourself go. And then you know what? Think things through and make good, rational decisions. And I hope that Jimmy makes the best decision for himself. And if it's not here, that's fine. But don't let ego and pride get in the way. If this is the right fit and the right opportunity to live the life that you want to live and the balance that you're looking for, and you get the opportunity to be at a place that you love, even if it's you're maybe a little bit irritated with some people, make sure you think things through and make a good, rational decision. And I hope that brings him back to Madison. Tausch, any last words before I let you go? Yeah, I do. I got after you on Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure this morning. Oh, and yeah? I know there's a lot of I, – yeah, I got after you. And, and I always like to shoot straight with you. I thought you were incredibly harsh on Graham Mertz. You're the one. You and Scalzo were leading this after watching an Army, Na- Army championship uh, high school game and raving about Graham Mertz. Under Armour. And you guys also game. put a lot of pressure – 
on a five-star recruit and all this other stuff. Graham Mertz has not been as good as we all hoped. Everybody can agree with that. I'm sure Graham is disappointed with how this season went. But your tweet getting after him, and I thought was over the top. And I just wonder, how would Ben Brust, a junior or a sophomore on the Wisconsin basketball team in 20-12, how would he have reacted to that same tweet that you sent out to Graham Mertz? I wanted to let you handle that. Let's, how would you feel about Let's get that? the facts straight here. He was the number one quarterback recruit that Wisconsin has ever seen. He's a redshirt junior, so that'd be the equivalent of me being criticized as a senior. I have seen enough, and he's had enough opportunities. i said nothing other than he continues to underwhelm. What is wrong about saying, I don't want to see him throw a pass to Wisconsin again? I've seen enough. I bought into the hype, and he continues to underwhelm. If I was a four-year senior, and I had did not progress, then then all of the criticism would be warranted. But also, a lot of people nowadays, they do well, and L's around. I feel more comfortable criticizing uh, student-athletes. I said number five. I didn't add him. I had an opinion, and I stand by it. And a lot of people agree. I, I don't and I know you, you do, opinion. too. Hey, I, don't have you, I don't have one problem with you having an opinion. All I'm asking... I threw this in the trash bin at WM. Here's uh, what I'll put say, it in the trash Tosh. Bin because I, I wasn't going to let myself be. What's that? I progressed each year, and I didn't let myself get to a point where I could be criticized. So there it is. I don't. I don't even understand what that means. I, I, each <laughs> you, year you, that I was at the you program, could take I no got criticism? better. I got better. I set the all-time okay. three-point record at Wisconsin. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? I shot 40% of the career. Oh, yeah, Yeah, baby. you, you, you want Tell that? Tell me more. Criticize me. Tell me, me. more about how great Criticize you are. Tell me. Hit me nope, at I, Ben Bruss. Criticize I, my game. That's how you do yeah, it. Yeah, all I'm saying show is with play. y'all built this thing up. Y'all did. Yeah, and, and he then destroyed this. Y'all were wrong. By the way, y'all should be getting criticized for your wrong takes. You guys were dead wrong, and now you're burying this me. kid. There, I just am. You guys were dead wrong, and you guys were idiots about it. And now, oh, it hadn't worked out. Instead of saying, you know what? I was really wrong about this. You're saying, well, Mert sucks. I don't ever want to see him play here again. A lot of people could say to you, I don't want to hear your Badger takes on football anymore because you were dead wrong. That's uh, criticism. 100,000 K viewers about my take on Paul Christ have <laughs> others to say. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, you definitely got a coach. You definitely got Paul Chris fired and moved him out of Madison. So that was. Uh, <laughs> I actually, was I, I don't want that on my hands. I shouldn't say that. Uh, you Ta- just did it, Tausi. Tausi, what should I ask Brad Nortman? You got anything for Nortman on this? Uh, you, you, you know what, Nortman is—he's a stud. You, you'll, you'll be fine. I don't have anything else for you, Benny. You're the best. Uh, all I, I think you should apologize to. I think you should apologize to your guy. I'm That's sorry he underwhelmed for four years with all my high expectations. <laughs> Thanks, Tausi. Oh, I just can't wait for the Lick Fickle era to continue on. Lick That's what Fickle I'm begins now. Thank you, Tausch. See you, boys. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. It continues with more former Badger players. We have former NFL punter and former Badger punter Brad Nortman joining us next. This is a special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, breaking down all things Badger football. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Over the past 40 years, here at Boucher, we've continued our commitment to better serve our customers.
spend $100 or more on Carhartt. Find these and more blazing hot deals at Fleet Farm. To the brave men and women who are currently serving or who have served our country, we thank you. WPS Health Solutions has been proud to partner with the Green Bay Packers on Operation Fan Mail for more than a decade, recognizing members of the military, veterans, and their families at each Packers home game. Nominate an active duty service member or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. Special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Across ESPN Wisconsin, I'm Ben Brust, excited as all. For Luke Fickle, Lick Fickle as I called him earlier, I just need to go with Fick. Coach Fick, if I could do a quick brag, there is one for sure that is following Luke Fickle to the Wisconsin Badgers program, and that is his strength and conditioning coach, Brady Collins. Little did I know, Brady Collins follows me on Twitter. And I'm pumped about it. I want to go lift some weights for Brady Collins, baby. When Kyle did, Wallace, wait, how about you, that? When did you find this? Did, Literally this before recent, the show. This is a recent follow? I mean, it must be. I don't I don't think, I mean, Can at you, Cincinnati you or in, uh, he was a, uh, a strength coach in Ohio uh, High School. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You can go see, like, you know, recent notifications. You got to see if that's a recent ad. That's a recent no, ad. That's it, big time. It, it was recent. That's big time. So he knew when he got that job, he said, who do I need to follow? Well, well, Who's been talking greasy about my team now? Well, and he found you, Ben. That's big time. Producer of Scalzone Brush, Josh DiMaggio, said, well, he wants to make sure he stays in your good side because, as Tausch said earlier with us, that apparently I got helped get Coach Chris fired, which I don't want on my hands. But. We are now joined, I digress, by Brad Nortman. He is a contributor to ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Saturdays. Uh, he also was a punter a long time for the NFL, also was a punter for the Wisconsin Badgers, which is why we are excited to talk to Brad. You've heard him across these stations. Brad, how are you today, my friend? really am. I feel like there's a lot of optimism in the state of Wisconsin and with our football team. And man, it's been a, it's been a dramatic season. Uh, totally was not expecting this. This is my first year on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Little did I know that I was going to be walking into such a, a wild season that ended in an absolutely seismic hire. So I am doing well, and it's been it's been an exciting few days. So I got to start somewhere before we dive deeper into your thoughts on Wisconsin. Producer of this show right now, Kyle Wallace, mentioned to me uh, that you ended his high school football career. Do you remember a thirty-five to twenty-seven Brookfield Central win over Whitefish Bay? I oh, what year was this? Remind me of the year. This is this is this is our senior year in high school. First round, uh, yeah, we didn't make it out the first round. First round of the playoffs. Was this? What was your senior year? What was your graduating I graduated year? class of two thousand and eight. Okay, I do I do remember this actually, 
Uh, I don't remember it being that close. I guess it was closer. It was. It was close. It was close. Kyle, Kyle was get, close. Get, get your grievance out no, there. No, it was close. What was the boy named Drew Hermer? <laughs> Hemer, I don't remember. Respect, All I remember is the running back, Drew Hermer, Hemer. I don't know his name. He hurtled the heck out of our safety. We were like, oof. And I just remember pregame, we were watching Brad punt. We were like, dang, that's what a real punter looked like? <laughs> but, yeah, we lost 30, 35-27. Drew Hermer did that to a lot of people. So, no uh, – Nothing, not, no hard feelings from your safety, but I do remember that game. Well, I for all these years later, I'm sorry for being the one to, to end the high school career. That's a, that's an important moment for any young any young Wisconsin football player. Oh no, no, yeah, don't don't don't, don't feel sorry. No, no, I was gonna say apology not accepted. <laughs> I, I I've never cried after a football game until that time. <laughs> okay. So Brad, here's where I want to start with you because um, for me, when it comes to things around whether it be Badger basketball, Badger football, Badger athletics. like There's a core group of, of former teammates that I had on the basketball team that I'll go to and talk to. I imagine, unless you don't have friends, that you do that as well with your teammates. What were the initial reactions from you and your teammates about the news of Luke Fickle? Well, I think the, the expectations baked in all season was that Jim Leonard would be the next guy, next head coach. And I think a lot of players like that. Most players know... Jim Leonard in some way, shape, or form, right? Played for him recently. He stayed around the program. I mean, I played against him in the NFL. I mean, I was, I was playing for the Panthers, and he was playing for the Browns. He was the punt returner in that game. So I actually <laughs> punted him in an NFL game. Kind of weird. Did you pit but him in the corner? Game, he, you know, I, I, I forced fair catches all game. He was, he, was a, he was dangerous even in, like, year 9 and 10. So you don't want to give Jim Leonard some space. So... Um, I, I think the expectation was he'd be the guy. And I think the program was excited for it because you, you can appreciate this, Ben, right? There's something about the Wisconsin culture, the Wisconsin family that that loyalty matters, right? And that like, if you're in the fold, if you're a badger, that gives you an inside track almost, almost so much so that if you don't have any sort of Wisconsin tie on your resume, why exactly should we bring you in? Why should you be the head coach to lead this, this program? It almost disqualifies you. At least that was the old way of thinking. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. If, 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 if there was a guy who falls under that umbrella, who we would have trust in, it would be someone like Jim Leonard. So I think there was an initial shock. But then once this reality set in and realized that you know, it was, the reports are real, Luke Fickle will be named the head coach, there was excitement. I, I think that it, it's part of your heart feels bad for Coach Leonard, for sure, and I still feel that way. But there was always part of me that wondered, what's the, what's the Wisconsin football ceiling? Is, are we just always going to top out at getting to a Rose Bowl every two years in a decade and, you know, maybe win it, maybe lose, but never really sniff the college football playoff? And even if we do in an extended, an extended format, you know, probably just get bounced in the first round. But, man, with somebody like Luke Fickle, who's been there, done that, with a university like Cincinnati – Forget about it. I mean, why can't he has went out and totally maximized what University of Cincinnati can be. He out recruited where they are in the college football universe. He built up three and four star guys early on to have them be college draft or uh, NFL draftees. So I wonder what he can do with the University of Wisconsin. Why can't we be up there with the likes of Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, inconsistently in that picture. If, if there's anyone that's going to break the mold and shatter that ceiling for Wisconsin football, it, it has to be somebody like Luke Fickle and maybe taking the best of the Wisconsin culture and, you know, 
a little bit of outside influence and, you know, stud building, so to speak. I think he's the guy. I think my fellow teammates and fellow friends that are all Wisconsin football athletes, I think we all recognized it and said, like, look, maybe it's just time for a change. And, man, if you can get a guy like Luke Fickle, the, the consensus was we'd be excited to play for him. We'd be excited to play for a guy like Jimmy. But, man, a guy like Luke Fickle, let's strap up and put the pads on. Talking with Brad Nortman here, former NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, contributor to Wisconsin College Game Day here across these very stations. And, you know, Brad, I think where I am most excited, because I do understand the the status quo, right? If you don't have those Wisconsin ties, like how are you going to get in? I think what excites me most is I don't think that he's going to change the foundation of how we've seen football played. He talked about most importantly, you have to win up front, right? And that's how Wisconsin's won. That's how we've won over the last 30 years, winning up front. And so, you know, I, I think this could be a scenario where you get the best of both worlds. You get a guy that is going to embrace the the Badger culture, but also comes from a place where he, I mean, he was wanted everywhere. And, and as a Badger fan, I don't know how you're not excited about that. Well, you're exactly right. I mean, the fit is just perfect. It's like the modern version of what the Wisconsin Badgers could be. I don't foresee him doing anything that's going to change us in any dramatic way as far as identity. He's going to build upon that identity, and that's what I foresee for him. You know, the thing that encourages me and that gives me all the the warm and fuzzies as as a former Badger is you're totally right. He had the ability to go anywhere. He turned down, we know he turned down Michigan State. He basically turned down Notre Dame. His name is constantly floated around at any big job that comes up, and rightfully so. So to be quite honest, I didn't, I didn't know if Wisconsin could get a guy like Luke Fickle. But he clearly he popped the hood, and he liked what he saw on the inside. And as someone that's a Wisconsin guy, that gives me a lot of encouragement that there's something about the Wisconsin program that you and I know and love, and the fans of the state know and love that he said you know what if I'm going to plant my flag somewhere this is where I want to do it and this is the this is the university where I think I can ascend to that next level so that's really encouraging and I would love to see just a modernized version of Wisconsin football and everything about what he says what he believes in toughness discipline developing young men I mean, that, that shouts Wisconsin football right there. So I don't think there's going to be any sort of, you know, diversion in philosophies or culture. I think they're going to build upon one another to, to create the best possible scenario. You know, I actually really want you to expand on that. If you could put into words what a modernized Wisconsin football team and program looks like on the field, what, what are we seeing? Well, I don't think it looks all that different from what Ohio State and Michigan are doing. And even like, a, like if you think about a 2015 type of Ohio State, right? Okay, I know that was national championship type years for Ohio State. So maybe I'm just being super optimistic. But they played really, really tough, disciplined defense where it was hard to move the ball on them, whether it be front seven or secondary. So it was tough and disciplined, right? I think that, that honestly describes what Wisconsin defense is currently, and I'm sure he'll continue to expand on that. But on the offensive side of the ball, it seems like we've lacked a bit of creativity. It seems like we've lacked a bit of continuity and identity in our offense. Look, I'm not saying that we should go to the spread, but the Ohio State teams of recent 
some of the Michigan teams of recent, they sprinkled in a lot of spread plus power running. I think that's a really unique way to do it. Why not get a quarterback that's a bit of a more of a dual threat, more more run pass option? Um, I, you don't need to abandon a strong run game just because you spread the field out a little bit more or you have a dual threat quarterback. In fact, those things can complement one another, different packages, different ways to distribute the ball. But Ohio State has maintained a very strong run game over the year. I only use Ohio State because they're the standard of Big Ten football, and he's been there for all those years. I'm with you. I mean, without Ohio State, the Big Ten really hasn't been anything. And I don't mean that in in a way of like – Hey, Rose Bowls aren't good. On the national scale, without Ohio State over the last 10 years, the Big Ten has been nothing. Well, and, and let's be honest, uh, I would love a bit of that Ohio State fairy dust sprinkled on the you know, Wisconsin program. I'd love to look, look Heck yeah. a little bit more like them. I've, I've always felt like State, Ohio State is sort of the more, you know, the Wisconsin version of college football on steroids. A little bit more speed, a little bit more strong, a little bit more progressive in their in their game plans and, and you know just a little bit better recruits so I, I think something like that some sort of modernized version of wisconsin football that doesn't abandon the run game you can still have a power run game but maybe let's let's change it up with the type of athletes on the field with how we spread the ball around why not do some shotgun rpo followed by power run power you know followed by a spread shotgun i mean i think that you can get guys to do that and coach fickle has shown he can recruit them he can develop them and you can put them on the field and have success. Brad, I'm going to ask you our Twitter poll. Kyle, if we don't have this up at ESPN Milwaukee, please get this on there. If you were Jim Leonard and you were offered the job to be the defensive coordinator under Luke Fickle, would you be able to do it? My answer would be no. Um, I, and it wouldn't be even something out of pride, like I'm not working for that guy. It would almost be a – you're threatening – a bit of the program because you're risking potentially dividing the locker room, mm-hmm. right? You might have some guys that remain loyal to coach Leonard. Me, if, I, if I'm coach Leonard guys that remain loyal to me and I'm not going to totally buy into coach fickle and no matter what I say, as far as, Hey guys, he's the leader. Now that's a hard reshifting of ranks. I think, I think, I think you just risk dividing the locker room. I think he knows that. And I don't think he'll take it if he does get offered. But for me personally, that's how I would see it. Too much risk, too much power distributed in one room, and guys might have their allegiances divided. But they know I wouldn't take it. I think that's a really intriguing answer. And I think when Luke Fickle and Jim Leonard met on Sunday, I believe, it was something that I think Luke Fickle was like, you need to think long and hard about what you want in your career next five years, ten years. And if if being a part of the Badger program is what he wants, I think they can make it work, but that is an intriguing point about you know, really having full ownership of a team as you take over. Brad, before we let you go, got any final words for Badger fans? My final words would just be appreciate the guys that have been in the program, like Chris and Jim Leonard. It's been an ugly season. It's been an ugly last couple seasons, if we're going to be honest. They gave and you a lot of memories. A, a lot to, I'll remember that. But that's, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. They gave you a lot of memories. And, um, you know, Coach Chris took over the program when they desperately needed a calm, um, sort of steady-handed Wisconsin man, right? So it, timing is everything. For that time, that's exactly what we needed. I think now for this time, for where we are currently in college football, 
Coach Fickle is exactly what we need. So I think that Mac, man, it took a lot of balls. It took it took some huge grapefruits for him to go out there and be like, you know, I could go with the the higher that everyone's expecting, or I could just go after it and hit a home run, and he did. So I just want to say that I think there's a lot of optimism and excitement going forward. I know that I am. I'm proud to be wearing the Motion W. Always will be. I'm wearing it today. Things are looking up. That's right. Same here. All right, Brad. We appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks, Ben. That's Brad Nortman, former Badger, former NFL punter, and host of ESP Wisconsin's College Game Day. This is a special edition ESP Wisconsin College Game Day and continues next with me, Ben Brust, and many other Badger guests in this next hour. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Drew and Jonathan Scott here to tell you that American Family Insurance wants to protect your dreams. So whether you're at home singing in the shower, every note, or prefer singing your heart out in the car like Drew, cruising, you can save up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto insurance with American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at amfam.com. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison.